<laughs> are you pessimistically optimistic or are you optimistically pessimistic? Are you confused by that statement? That's fine. You're listening to this ad read and that's all that really matters. At the end of the day, the only real question is, have you gone to heshirtsheshirt.com and ordered an amazing shirt? Because if you have it, then you'll have to have words with meaningful conversations. Meaningful is Russell's left hand and conversations is Brett's right hamstring. And let me tell you, no man, woman, child, creature, or John C. Stout has ever survived an encounter with meaningful conversations due to the sheer awesome power of the he shirt, she shirt shirts worn by the wielders of meaningful conversations. <laughs> Are you done with meaningful conversations, biatch? Good. So am I. So tuck and roll on over to he shirt, she shirt.com, plug in the discount code JSGCAST, and you will save 10% on whatever order you make. And let me tell you, after you visit that site, you will be making a purchase. I guarantee it. And now, please enjoy this episode of Living My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time. Hell yeah. I, just, I gotta say something. I gotta say something here, folks. Like, yeah, sure. All right, we've, been doing, we've been doing these ad reads for a while now, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, a lot of people have ad reads. I and mean, we had them, you know, from when we were, when we were sponsored by Redacted. And, you know, like... Those are big companies. It's a soul. It's a soulless mm-hmm. sponsorship, right? They have no idea sure. who you are. You know, they never know anything. So I remember any any new listeners or anything. He shirt, she shirt, right? He shirt, she shirt is a family owned business, right? They're personal friends of ours that do this out of their home, right? So mm-hmm. go support the local business. This is a heartfelt sponsorship. It is not soulless. It is full of soul. For real though, I, yeah. I like I am always in support of local business owners, um, and they deliver some quality products. I love my JSG Cash shirt; it's legit JSG shirt. And this is, and I was saying this before we ever had a sponsorship. It is. I have a few other shirts that I've ordered from them, and they are legitimately the most comfortable shirts I own. I don't know where mm-hmm. they, what material they get their stuff from. Oh my god, it's so comfortable, and it fits it well. Is very comfy. It washes well. I've I've had them for a long time, washed over and over and over because I'm clean sometimes. And and it's this still looks like when I first got the shirt. Like they it, hold it, up it very does. well. It holds up well, which is more than I can say from like some of the shirts that you get from Target that are really nice. Like mm-hmm. they feel like they're nice quality, but the more you wash them, like the thinner they get. Yep. Like I have a Deadpool one that I really, really liked, and after a couple of washes, it was like this thin it's like it was see-through. Oh yeah. So now Lindsay uses it as like a nightshirt because I can't wear it. That is, that's amazing. That's what that I don't want to. I don't want to be going out there with my nipples showing. I hear that. I hear that. And you won't unless you custom order your shirt to have nipples on it. Then you can go out with nipples, which is there another thing. He shirt. This isn't even part of the artery. This is from the heart. Yeah. You contact them. You've got your own thing you want to make. You have your own brand. You got a funny idea. You have some art you've done. You just message them, you give them the stuff, they, they'll they immediately put together like a, how it might look and what colors you want to do with it and send it to you, and boom, it's live printed in, in your lap just a few days later. Well, and one of the other things, too, I, I don't know if this is true always, but at least when I ordered my JSG shirt, I got a whole bunch of extra stuff, too. I, I got that's, some decals. That's just for us, because we are... Just for us. Uh, because we're so special, you know? Oh, that's so sweet. Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Cream on my chest. Hell yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to formally welcome you. 
Not formerly, formally. Well, I don't know. You. It might be formerly. So yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Good night <laughs> to episode 103 of Just Some Guardians. Guardians, Guardians, Guardians. My name is Elmer Fudd. I'm here. I'm your host. We're, we're, we have some things going on that we will discuss momentarily. Some plans were changed last minute, but we've got stuff in our pocket. Our back that's pocket. Okay. Was we prepped. always have a backup plan to the backup plan. Hell yeah, that's a true statement. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. I got, I got to really dig deep to sell this one. Here we go. <laughs> well, ladies, joining me, ladies and gentlemen, uh, mostly, hey, just the ladies out there, just you ladies, mm. listen closely, right? Mm. If you're a dude listening right now, mute the podcast. Ladies, it's the effervescent Russell. Ooh. Ooh. You know, every time, every time you say it, every time you say it, it gives me like these little chills. Yeah. That run through. My nipples get. Oh, men, hard. you can unmute now. You're good. Okay. Um, I thought this was only for the men. No, that was only for the ladies. Shoot. Okay. Okay. Um, do we redo it for uh, the men? Yeah. No, no, no. no that's okay. All right. Um, if we do it for the men, I need to do the. <laughs> um, I need to give them an effervescent Russell. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, nipples, right? I, I, I don't know. I digress. I, uh, yeah. I lost myself. That's all started we thinking are. about. Started thinking about your nipples, and I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, wait, what's going on?" Uh, Maybe we should ooh. change our tagline. Join us next week for. Uh, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um isn't that every show i i feel like that's that is not an unusual thing to happen during our podcast no no it's unusual if it doesn't happen uh, yeah, yeah which it never has the venerable elmer fudd how are you hey what's going on in your life oh man dude well what is going on in my life it's been a couple uh-huh. weeks since we've been able to chat uh last episode i had my friend uh let's play death ray on it was a fantastic show, Russ. I would, I would absolutely say you'd enjoy listening to it. If what you want to talk about. So we, uh, it was really cool. It's something I haven't really been able to do on the podcast is we talked about content creation and streaming and stuff. So I, it was. I saw that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So it was really cool to just kind of like in a in the podcast format, just really chat about you know, the ins and out and like the ups and downs and the negatives and the positives. And cause most everyone is always just like, you just have to be hyper positive all the time. And no one wants to talk about like, you know, there's, there's tough things to it, you know? And so it was nice to have those conversations and hash it out and, and just talk about that side of my life for a couple hours, you know? Well, and I think, I mean, this, this is, this is coming from a business perspective because I, I'm not, I'm not super strong on the streaming, but just from a business perspective, it's important to stay positive, yeah. but also to realize that just, you know, it's not always going to go perfect. Well, In that's fact, the it, thing. It's also going to fall far below perfect, is, and it's just yeah, repetition. Is you have to understand that, but at the same time, like, in the public eye, because it's all public, you know what I mean? Like, you know, on Twitter or even when you're streaming or everything, like... Everything is in a public format. And so everyone just wants to be positive all the time. And there's no, nothing, you know, everything's great. Everything's fine. I'm not worried at all. Blah, la 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 la. So it's nice to have those, that other side, the, the talks you have when 
everything's turned off and you're all by your lonesome, you know, but you could have it with someone else, just a team of lone wolves, you know, lone wolfing it together. Lone wolfing it together. Isn't that a pack? Nope. That, nope. That's a team no of lone wolves. No longer is it a lone wolf. Well, and I, I don't think anybody can really, I mean, outside of, outside of, uh, streaming, I mean, you really can't do anything by yourself. You need to have somebody who knows what they're doing, who can point you in the right direction. Because why why f- try to figure it out for yourself if there's already somebody who's had that experience? Oh, yeah. And it's it's just finding somebody who is willing and then also able to just be like, hey, let me let me help you. Let me show you some ins and outs. And, I mean, you've built a wonderful community um, that... The, the, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I mean, our our community, but it's the one that you've built is very positive and very loving and very caring. Oh, thanks, man. That was real nice of you. I appreciate that. But yeah, it was just nice. It's like, you know, like say you're a, a bioengineer for a living, right? And you're getting dragged to your wife's work party. And mm-hmm. they all do something in a completely different field and they have to be like, oh yeah, but my cousin's here. He's also a bioengineer. And you're like, oh God. And then you guys can talk about it. You know, it's that, it's uh, that right. Isn't that, isn't that like the most exciting thing where you <laughs> like, I I've had that a couple of times where I'll be out and about and talking to people and just all of a sudden somebody's like, oh, D and D or they'll recognize yes. the shirt that I'm wearing or something. And I'm like, oh, yes, let's talk. We're best friends now. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Hey, anyone who's listening to this show. All right. I don't know. I don't know if it was someone that did listen or what, Russ. All right. So I went on this beautiful hike with my family uh, last weekend, right? We're on the trail. I'm wearing my JSG shirt. One, it breathes well. It's a great color. Like, it was, it's, yeah. it's a really nice hiking shirt. He shirt, she shirt. He shirt, she shirt. Kevin Conroy. Cream on my chest. But we're walking at the trail, and this guy walks down, and he goes, Oh, hey, awesome shirt, and kept walking. And I, like, had such a panic moment that I didn't have time to turn around and be like, Wait. Do you know what this is? You know, I like, I don't, I don't right. know. So yeah, if you listen to the show and you saw my shirt and you knew what it was, please contact me because it killed me the rest of the hike that I didn't turn around fast enough to go, Hey, do you know what this is? And it, and it killed right. me. It killed me. But could you imagine if I just ran uh, into someone to listen no. to our show on a random hiking trail? No, no, no. no, I, no. I, I, would, I did. I would have locked so up. I was... I, I had to get my computer fixed the other day, right? Uh, because it had like a crack in the screen. So the pixels on this side were all broken and the pixels going this way were all distorted. Yeah. Go to the Apple store, $600 later, you know. But the funny thing was, as I was talking, one of the guys, uh, the guy that was helping us, um, he, he, he was like, oh yeah, I'm really into gaming and, and all this stuff. Because I, I don't know how it came up. And I was like, hey, me and my friend, we have a podcast. We talk about gaming. And he was like, oh, really? He's like, here, put it, find it for me on iTunes. And I was like, cool. So I just typed it in. I was like, there it is. There you go, right there. And he was like, cool, I'll give it a listen. And I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's go. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah, I'm I'm so bad at that. Imp- Everything I do is like in the comfort of my room. And then the second mm-hmm. I'm in public, I'm like, yeah, whatever you want. Okay. Because well, you can't jack off in public. Exactly, which is a problem. Um, that's what, that's what porta potties are for. So yeah, so I'm proud of you for doing and that. Pooping. The opportunity has arisen a few times and, 
and I didn't, I didn't take, I didn't take hold. I didn't grasp firm to the shaft of possibility, you know? It's a lot of practice. Like it's, it's a lot of getting myself outside of my comfort zone because like, that's what we do with our business, our side business, our side hustle is talking to people and being like, Hey, we have a business. We sell stuff online. You should go to our website and, and take a look and let's see if we can be able to get you anything that you're already buying anyway, but you should buy from us, you know? And so it's, it's very, it's in, it's starting to get ingrained into me. Oh yeah. So for sure. it's easy to do that for something that I have a lot of love for versus something that's, I mean, I love it, but it's business, you know? Oh yeah. Totally. Whereas this is, things. This is fun, so I'm like, yeah, you should listen to it. That's the first time I've done that. Yeah. Uh, booty sweat and chat here. I ran to a streamer in the middle of the woods once. I was like, yo, are you Brandito? And he was like, yep. And we walked opposite directions. It was pretty cool. True story. That's nutty. Who is Brandito? Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Some streamer that he knew. I don't think I know oh, who okay. they are, actually. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said be... it like you knew who they were. Well, so I was, I was, like, I was reading it. Well, because yeah. I was reading it as him and he knew who the person was. So I had to read it. It's called acting, Russ. It's called acting. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm You're really, better at it than I'm am. really good at, at acting. You want to hear me act like I'm confident? Yes. I'm not that good of an actor. Oh, he's a, he's a doom fist one trick apparently. Oh, Okay. Who was also a climber, apparently. Hell yeah. Look at that. Hmm. I that would explain why you met him. A long time. Yeah, Ferg, uh, Ferg, Ferg is, is booty sweat in chat there. Yeah, he goes all the time, <laughs> minus, you know, when he hurt himself because he's an idiot and couldn't for a while. But, you know, there's that. Well, don't be an idiot. Like, yeah, isn't that's that what the, we tell him every day. That's the one rule of free climbing. Don't be an idiot. I'm pretty sure there's a few other rules in there, but... But don't be an idiot. It's a pretty solid one. Yeah. Hell yeah. What what else I got? I don't think I got a whole lot, man. What's going on with you? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait, holding on. We still haven't talked about the zoo that happened a couple of weeks ago. Really? Because we were waiting until I was going to be back on the show to talk about You're right. We haven't talked about the zoo. I feel like that was so long ago. It was. Well, I mean, it was two weeks ago, but it feels like it's been longer. I guess it. So if it's been two two weekends been since a while. Then. it's been like a month like four weeks hasn't it i don't think it's been that i think it's been a couple it's i think it's maybe been two and no, a half no no weeks. no no it, it's only it's only been a couple of weeks okay because i only missed last week anyway the zoo right yeah yeah russ i am never going to the denver zoo again it was that good really have you ever thought in your lifetime that you'd be able to physically pet a giraffe uh I feel like the answer should be no to set you up, yeah, but yeah. yes, set, because here no, in San Russell Antonio, set me up. they have set, the... Shut up and set me up. No, no. Oh, wow. That's so, you know, you should really broaden your mind and have these dreams. At the zoo, Russell, I got to pet a giraffe. For free? For free. Did they charge you to have to go up and pet them? Or no. Or they just kind of They, they charge you okay, to feed them. Well, okay, but you were able to... Okay, because yeah. like here they have where you can feed them, but they have like the railing blocked off, so you can't like oh. go up and pet them without having paid. You can't get near the railing without having paid. Yeah, that's so. It's like you walk in the dress of the first thing. First off, like Denver Denver Zoo is like the only zoo I've been to, right? 
There's like four giraffes there or something. So you walk in, yeah. the first thing you see, there's like 15, 20 giraffes. Really? In this, in this it's, it, every, every enclosure is like really good size and like beautifully done and everything. Like the Denver Zoo is really depressing, folks. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah. it's so depressing. It's just cement blocks and gray and everything looks depressed, you know, but. Like so everything's doing like, everything through a glass it's and they're so all so depressing. Like, yeah. Let me out. But she walk in out. and there's 15 giraffes there and there was even a baby dwarf. It was so cute. But oh. so we immediately, you know, we, we, we pay for uh, Izzy really want Ethan wanted nothing to do with the giraffes. Um, Izzy really wanted to feed a giraffe. And so we paid, you know, we got the, got the stuff for her. So she walks over sure. and, and they just, it's a boardwalk where you're sitting at like eye level with the giraffes. Right. And so they're all just like dangling their head over, over the railing. And yeah, anyone can just walk up. They know where that's food. Exactly. They're sitting there snacking all day. Um, So yeah. So, you know, Izzy's freaking out because her tongues are huge and it's like wrapping around her arm and it's like something out of a horrible sci-fi movie. And I'm like, oh God, shoot it. Um, But yeah, so I got to sit there and like uh, this, it like looked me in the face and I saw the eye look at my hands and see my hands were empty and went, and like walked away. <laughs> it was so awesome. My dog time where he'll just like you can tell like his mood is just you piece of shit. Like, I just hate you. <laughs> like I'll, I'll I'll kick him out of the bed or or he'll be laying on me and I move and he'll just go. <sighs> and it's just the biggest mood where he's like f you man. F you. I don't like you. Yeah. But so the whole zoo is like up a mountainside. So like there's, there's levels oh, to cool. it and there's yeah. this, there's this gondola that goes from the bottom to the top. And so I think next time we go, we're just going to take that to the top and work our way down. Top and then work. Yeah. And be smart. Right. Um, so you work and it's got, you know, different, you know, you got your African animals, you got Australia has got its own section, you know, all the monkeys are in a spot and you just mm-hmm. weave your way through and like, with the where the rhinos were, they had this huge like fake plane hanging dangling out over the rhino exhibit, so all the kids could like crawl into this crashed plane, and like the rhinos would run up and down underneath them. Oh, that's so cool! I know. Um, and then like you go to the elephants, and this it's just this crazy boardwalk that's sitting way high, and you're like out over the mountain, like it's just a sheer drop underneath you. As you're walking this uh-huh. wide berth, where it's just wide open and next to you, you can see all the elephants and they're walking up and down and feeding and looking at you and waving their trunks. And it was, it was magical. Yeah. So we get to, uh, we get to Australia, right? And it was, mm-hmm. I've never been between continents so fast in my life, but so we walk, we walk through the gate to Australia and that's the thing is they have everything enclosed, but they have some, <laughs> go ahead. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, because there's a good joke here. You said you've never been in between continent, yeah, but you have been in continent. Made me laugh. I had a continental breakfast at the hotel. Mm. Does that count? So fruit and some some muffins. Uh, what they is actually, a continental breakfast? I don't think actually? anyone knows. They did have a really cool pancake maker that, like, you literally you pushed a button. I don't know how it worked, but you pushed a button, it hummed, and a pancake went and fell out the side of it. It was kind of cool. That's pretty cool. I do like those where they have like the pancake makers. And yeah. It's like 
of a, a, a factory line, so you could just be like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so they had each section was like it was just a big gate because they'd have some animals that were just walking around. So like we go into Australia and there are oh, I can't remember what they're called. Um, not dingoes kangaroos. because those would eat your babies. No, they're like a small, what's the, it's like a small kangaroo. Like you'd think it's a kangaroo when you first look at it. A Joey. No, that's a baby kangaroo. You fucking idiot. <laughs> well, you said a small kangaroo. It looks like a small kangaroo. A wallaby. Thank you, babe. There was just wallabies, like literally just roaming around when you walk in the gate and like going between your feet. Climbing up a wall next to you, just wallabies hanging out. Are they are they called wallabies because they're wannabe kangaroos? Also, I gotta get look look. I'm, also, I, you know, Lindsay's listen. Lindsay's pregnant, so I've gotta you know I've gotta get in I've gotta get in the role of the dad jokes. You know? Okay, I'm gonna listen a little secret. Yeah. So dad jokes, right? Yeah. A good dad joke just naturally happens you're forcing the fuck out of these <laughs> I, thought th- I thought that's what dad jokes were <laughs> no no you had to force dad it jokes, dad you have jokes to just shove happen. it in there no like, no no, like, no like pegging <laughs> no dad jokes are definitely not like pegging that is a hor- oh. horrible thing for you to say <laughs> no dad all right let me give me an example of dad, dad joking right yeah so we're me, we're, we're, on a, we're on a drive right my daughter's in the back seat she's complaining how far this drive is right and uh, and she goes, Dad, I can't stand this. And I immediately turn around and go, Good thing you're sitting then. And <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. It's it's just got to happen, Russ. It's okay. You're learning. That's the important okay. part. I'm proud. Of you. I'm proud. I, I, I gotta I gotta get in the practice now. Yeah, you know, it's like a stand up routine. I gotta get out the bad jokes before I can get to the good ones. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so there's wallabies everywhere, which were super cool and adorable. Um, and then we actually got now to see all it. I can think of is wannabes. <laughs> wannabes, like every yeah. Every time I hear you say wallabies, I'm like, oh, a wannabe. No, 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 that's not. No, that. no, no, no. They uh, they do look a lot like a kangaroo, though. Um, look them up, legitly, just a, just a tiny little kangaroo looking thing. But yeah, so they had like you know a whole bunch of alligators in an exhibit, and like they had this player where they had I don't know an Australian crocodile or something like the life size, how big they'd be. And that was insane. Like you've watched crocodile hunter and you've seen them, you know, and it looks nutty, but like stand at a life size statue of one. You're like, Holy shit. He put his head in that thing. (laughs) No, no. Thank you. Crocodiles are dinosaurs. Huge dude. Huge. Um, but yes, there's just, you know, a, a ton of animals there. It was just really cool. They all, all the animals were happy and moving around we got to the monkeys and they'd like walk up to the window and like put their, you know, like look through the window at you, you know, and like make eye contact and like wave and shit. It was so cool. I have the best orangutan story. Bring on the orangutan story. This actually happened at the Denver zoo and you were talking about how they wanted out so bad. The animals. Oh yeah. So, so this orangutan, he, he's kind of chilling in his hammock you know, and just kind of chilling there. And like all these people are like standing in front of him and he got so tired of it. 
he like got off the hammock and he like grabbed his blanket off and like wrapped it up around his his uh his head like a hood and he walked over to the door and he <laughs> knocked on it to be let in so that he could get away from this joker standing outside the window. That's so awesome. Look at me, I'm a thing human. I've ever seen. Yeah, and that's what it felt like. Like his yeah. whole thing was like, "I'm a human. Let me out. Like I'm wearing clothes. Obviously, I'm a human." Oh yeah. And Did... then he pooped in his hand and threw it out the window. There's the poop. We're waiting for it. There's the poop. There's the poop. I can't. I gotta deliver. I can't not. You know, dude. I had a dance like full grown male gorilla walked up to the window and looked down on me, and I've never felt smaller in my life. <laughs> Like you see, like, you know, they're huge. You see them, yeah. you know, normally the zoo, they're usually sitting back. They look depressed. They're hiding in a corner the whole time. It walked right. up to the window and just looked down at me. And I'm like, Hey, you hey. would, you would destroy me. I would be dead. Hey, big fella. <laughs> yeah. Hey there, buckaroo. We're friends. Have you seen, have you seen the video of like the guy showing the chimpanzee a uh, magic trick? Yes, and, and like, it, the like, chimpanzee like, falls over backwards. <laughs> yeah. I think it's actually an orangutan. It was either a chimpanzee or an orangutan where it goes, Whoa, and then it falls over backward. All right. Yeah. Gorillas are massive. Oh, my gorillas God. Gorillas are like some of my favorite animals. Gorillas, yeah. orangutans. They're just so cool. Monkeys are super cool, man. I would never want to see one without a barrier between me. Like mm-hmm. maybe an orangutan. They seem friendly. Gorillas? Nah. Nah, man. Nah, nah. They look like they'd eat you and just be like, I, I think it's because I watched, oh gosh, what was that movie? It, it has the gorilla that has like the hand, it has like a robotic hand thing and it does sign language and then it like speaks, like the hand has like a speaker so it interprets uh, the sign language. That's, and I think it's a TV it. show. It's Beast Wars, right? No, no. This was a movie <laughs> And and these monkeys, so like they find their way. Mighty to Joe like, Young. No, no, it's like a scary movie. Congo, I think it's what it's called, or something along. Planet those of the lines. Apes. No, it's not Planet of the Apes. Clear night. Stop. <laughs> Do not feed into him. Um, um, I think it's called Congo or something like King that. King Kong. No, no, it's about the. It, it's like the these in they come across. Godzilla. <laughs> They come across these these intelligent apes that like start to attack them and are like ripping people apart. The and gorilla. It's like a scary movie. Anyway. Um, so gorillas. Ever since then, I watched it with my Hello dad Charlie. Like five. Gorillas in the and Mist. Rampage. Uh, it might be gorillas in the mist. Coco the gorilla who talks. No. Buddy. Uh, it's actually Herbie fully loaded. I just got it confused. Instead oh. of gorillas, it's it's a Volkswagen bug, and there's like a, a pack of them, and like they just start running over people out of the blue. Yeah, dude, constantly. I will look at a Volkswagen bug, and I'll be like, "Fuck!" I thought that was a gorilla for a second. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right. Happens all the time. Catch you off guard. Yeah, those German yeah. engineers, man, they know what's up. Mm-hmm. I got a mix up. Oh my god. Gorilla scare and I've got to know scary movie. Gorilla scary I think movie. It might be Gorillas in the movie. Is it the just mix. the movie? Oh, Congo. Congo. Yeah, I was right. Congo. Congo. 
1995. Yeah. Yeah. And I literally watched it with my dad when I was like five or six. I have no idea why he let me watch this movie. Harambe. This time it's personal. Harambe 2. Second Blood. The Reckoning. First Blood. First Blood Part 2. <laughs> yeah. I have a part was... two of a first blood. But second blood. It's the arterial spurt afterwards. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. first cut, and then the arterial spurt. A lot of blood comes out, you know what I mean? I digress. Yeah. Was... <laughs> Sto- story so, of our so, lives. More about the... Di- uh, was there more about this? Uh, just, just, just a little more, real quick. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. I'd mentioned a long time ago when we went to the Denver Zoo, and there was a hippo, and if you recall correctly, my son went, Ooh, daddy! And pointed at the hippo. And it was, I almost threw my child in the enclosure because I was like, I am not a damn hippo, son. <laughs> it made me so mad. So good news. We went and saw the hippos and my son didn't go, look, daddy. Uh, so that's a win in my book. You know, it was just when you saw the elephants. <laughs> no, it was weird. You know, we saw, um, you know, this homeless guy that crept in and he was eating his own fecal <laughs> matter. And my son went. Ran up to him, was like, Daddy! And I'm like, I'm here, kid. Oh, my God. It was weird. <laughs> you put your poop down and went, hey, I'm right over here. Yeah. What are you doing? Come on, kiddo. Ha ha. Get a whiff. But uh, no, the only other thing is they had a uh, life-size statue of a hippo you could take pictures on. And uh-huh. uh, you know hippos are big. You see them. But again, until they're like, you're that. The difference is seeing them 20 feet away from you before, instead of like you're standing next to it, you know? So we're standing to this life-size hippo statue, and I'm like, these guys are, no wonder they're one of the most dangerous animals on the planet. These things are massive. And the statue had its mouth, like, wide open with, like, all the, it was a beautifully done statue. And I'm like, this thing would F you up, dude. Their teeth are huge. I mean, they're tusks. Have you ever watched those videos of those guys just, like, throwing a full watermelon? It's just, like, like nothing. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Super cool, super cool zoo. I'm never going to the Denver Zoo again. It was a great atmosphere. Everyone was in good spirits. Um, all the enclosures also, were super cool. cool. The viewing experience hippos. was great. And yeah, I liked it. What's up? Uh, so another cool thing about hippos, when they poop, they fan their tail. Yes. So that poop goes everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. It's smart. Yeah. That's what I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't even have to wipe then. You just grab your hand back there. Well, no. So what I'll do is I'll get like, you know, sometimes when you poop, you have like a really long one, you know, called the tail. And so it won't. It's weird because, you know, sometimes it won't break off and they just kind of dangle there. Well, if you force the next one hard enough, it'll carve like a little arc and a little arch in the in the tail. Right. So it can get through, but the tail stays there. So when I'm done, you know, I just. <laughs> wiggle back and forth with the tail and just spray everywhere. Maybe that's why my son that thought was, I was the hippo. That was more disgusting than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I know. That's why I went I, there. Um, I, I, I mean, I just, wow. Like I was, I was with you until the end and then actually picturing it. I was like, the. So, so the shake got you, but not the actual forcing to carve through poop. No, that's what got me. Oh, okay. The shake, got you. Sure. I mean, I get that. You have to give it a little wiggle sometimes to shake it loose. Yeah. That's cool. It's, it's the two poos. Yes. It just. The two poos. So stuck to you that. By that Elmer Fun. Literally, it just. 
carves through, like what what yeah. what is happening Oof. hey so what's so, new so with anyway, you Russ? <laughs> wow i don't even know um well so i've uh i was watching uh the newest season of castlevania right? <gasps> i've been working through that too so that, it's that so whole good series has been i mean it, it just feels like it's gotten better and better every season and i was like after the second season when spoilers it came out two years ago so if you haven't seen it go watch it but um when they killed dracula i was like where are they gonna go from here i mean like that's kind of the point but the yeah. way they explored the characters afterwards and deepened like a lot of the peripheral characters isaac um the dude isaac's like loop has been incredible it's i haven't so i haven't cool. finished the season i i so I, I i don't know if you have or not it well the the third season is his is his best arc where he just goes in and just wrecks mm-hmm. and and like i love when he's fighting the wizard at, like towards the end of the third season so cool just awesome um the the fourth season fantastic the animation is amazing but oh my god so good i was i was playing through I, I, no i wasn't playing through it but i was i was watching it and i was like you know i really want to go back and i want to play castlevania lords of shadows yeah and lords of shadow 2 because that's how i got introduced to the castlevania series i had not i never played like the nes version or or any of the others like the game boy ones or anything um but i really liked Lords of Shadow, Lords of Shadow 2, because you get to play as Gabriel Belmont. And 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 that that series itself is not canon. Um, but you play through and you find out that this guy then becomes Dracula. So you're playing through the fall of Dracula, then how he became Dracula, and then in the second one, you're playing him as Drac- Dracula, uh, which is just awesome. He has like a blood whip and he has like this void sword. And like it's pretty cool. Like yeah, there's oh, some yeah. intense moments. And so I was like, I really want to go through and I want to play that again. I wonder if it's on PSN. It's free on the the PSN network. So I just I was able to download it. So I've been playing through that recently. Um still solid game. I mean the levels are really short. It's definitely, you know, I think it was PS3. Uh was when it came out. Lords of Shadow 2 came out, you know, that sounds right, right as the PS4 came out. Um, but, uh, you know, the levels are, are short, uh, but they're fun. Like the gameplay is fun. You're starting to feel powerful. Like you get these boots that allow you to run super fast and, you know, you're throwing daggers and throwing, you know, light bombs at vampires and grabbing them with your whip chain and pulling them in. And it's very God of War combat. Yeah. Um, and the music is always amazing in Castlevania the games. The music was really good. Yeah. I, so I've I've enjoyed replaying that. I'm looking forward to playing Lords of Shadow 2 and playing the DLC because I never got to play that one where you play as Alucard. Um so they're they're so the, I, that's what I've been playing. I I've or that's what I've been doing yeah. when I have time to game is playing that and then I've played some biomutant how what'd you think of biomutant i've heard i've heard i wasn't i wasn't expecting a lot going into it yeah and i think that i think that's the main thing you know with a lot of games 
you know, the they'll promise you the moon. I mean, you know, the Peter Molyneux uh, temperament where they're like, oh, it's going to be so awesome. And, and a lot of times, this you know, game will literally games. give you a blowjob. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, you, you know, you hear about games early in their development cycle where they're like, yeah, this is what we're going to try to do. And this is and everybody's like, oh, they're going to do this instead of we're going to try to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so when it finally gets there, you know, and I've been guilty of it, too, where I'm like, ah, it didn't live up to the hype. Um, I wasn't super hyped about Biomune. The reason I picked it up is because I thought the animation was cool and it looked interesting, fun. Yeah. Um, the the combat is really the standout. It's a lot of fun. The combat is, you know, exactly what it looks like. It's a kung fu um, type style. You know, you, you you do a lot of flipping around and moving around, and it and it looks cool and it feels pretty good. Like, you know, I I I don't feel I feel like a kung fu master. You know, oh yeah. Um, and you can you can go towards more of like uh, the bullet shooter kind of thing where you have just the gun and but even then you're flipping around and as you're like rotating through the air and is know, there like and, bullet and, time where stuff like slows down while you're flailing around or it doesn't really slow down but because of the way the controls work you're hitting stuff does that gotcha. make sense yeah yeah for sure uh, uh, because because it it has a pretty generous like snap on targeting system, especially for the bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, so as long as you're like lined somewhat close when you go to do your flips, it starts lining up with them. And I, I think it does slow down like a little bit when you're rotating through the air, uh, you know that kind of thing. But there's not like a specific bullet time where it's like you have a bar that extinguishes. It's just it just kind of does just it. naturally does it. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 so I've enjoyed I've enjoyed that. I'm, you know, for anybody who's listening to the show, they know that I'm very bored and sword. I like melee. You know, if if there's ever a choice, I always go for the melee build. Same so boat. Geared, oh yeah, I've geared my guy towards uh, dual wielding swords, and um, yes. So it, it it's 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 fun. Like the story is, eh, um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, uh, I would say there's a lot of empty space, but there's also a lot of opportunity to get into combat, which is okay. fine. I mean, that's that's the main part of it. You know, this game is not something where you want to sit down and go, Ooh, I'm so excited to play the next event in the story. You know, you're probably not going to run into that. It gets a little repetitive, but the combat's fun. So, I mean, it's one of those where you just kind of want to sit down and mindlessly, stuff yeah. Yeah, and, and, and have a somewhat, you know, there is a story. It's definitely very kung fu-y, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, that's that's a really good descriptor for a, yeah. There, there's right, certain yeah. genres where that's, saying the genre name is a really good description, and that's one of them is kung fu. Well, and even, like, it, it reminds me of a lot of, like, did you ever watch uh, Hong Kong Fu-y? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the old, like, Hanna-Barbera mm-hmm. cartoon with the dog. I mean, it, it it's kind of like that because you're playing as a talking animal. Everybody else is a, a mutated animal of some sort. Which I, um, and anything that involves, like, animals being people wearing clothes. I don't know. I just love it. it. It And it's fun. It gets a little preachy. It's definitely a post-apocalyptic and they're like... Humans are the worst, the wor- and they oh, destroyed yeah. everything. You know, and I mean, it's like, oh gosh, come on, just 
I get it. It's post-apocalyptic. The and, and and it talks about like this major corporation that did it, and it never really says humans, but it seems to hint at mm-hmm. these people destroyed the world before, and now we live here, and blah blah blah. And it's I like, think me and you had this conversation a couple weeks ago about post-apocalyptic and how ref- I can't remember what it was. There's was something that did post-apocalyptic, and we're like, it's so refreshing to not be a we destroyed we destroyed. Oh, actually, it's when we were talking about Mass Effect. Oh yeah, how it was nice to not be a. You know, we went to the stars because we fucked our planet up, you know, like, yeah, it was just everyone does that and expansion. And, it's the distant yeah. future. Humans have destroyed the world. Yeah. 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 We must survive. Yeah. It's overdone. Well, question. yeah, they shoved that down your throat pretty hard. So. so the main thing I've heard from a lot of people about this game, because obviously it was, mm-hmm. it's overhyped and everything. And there wasn't as much there. Um, a lot of people have said. It wasn't a $60 game. I think if it was like 30, 40 bucks, then it, I think everyone would have taken it a lot better. What are your thoughts? Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it it's definitely one, you know, wait for it to go on sale. Yeah. You know, I hear that. It's, it's not worth buying right now at $60. Um, at least in my opinion, um, you know, if you're super bored and you got the money to burn, go for it. You know, but is it worth sixty dollars? Nah, it's probably worth forty or fifty. Yeah, know? and it definitely isn't worth seventy, which is a lot of PS Five AAA titles are coming out at seventy dollars. Um, so I, I, I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely a wait for it to go on sale kind of thing or buy it used because it's just it's it's okay. Yeah, it's not great. The, the, like you said, the, it's a mindlessly kill stuff as a fox yeah. with two swords or something. And I, I mean, that's that's the cool thing. Like the combat looks cool. It's 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 not super crisp. It's not super clean like, uh, you know, God of War or or even or even Red Dead, uh, you know, but it's 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 fun. You know, you're, you're flipping through the air as like a super cool fox dude and kind of. And 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 slicing people up, and the coolest thing is, is like they have this super mode that's uh, I can't remember Wong Wong Fu because that's what they call like the the Kung Fu instead of Kung Fu, it's Wong Fu or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you can go into that mode pretty easily, um, and so it's cool because you just feel like this super badass kind of running around and chopping stuff up and you know killing dudes and. You know, I, I mean, like, I've gone up against guys that are way over-leveled for me and been able to get by just fine. The different areas are interesting because you do have, like, different biomes that are more dangerous to you. Like, there are areas that you have to go into that are, like, radioactive or... Um, do you get, have... like, special gear to get in there later or something like that? Special gear, or you can... Um, make yourself more resistant to that type of damage. Is there, is there crafting? There is, there's crafting and the crafting is kind of cool. I mean, you get different parts that are visually different. And then as you put them together, you can make a unique looking weapon. Um, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. If you can't get crafting, well, I don't want to play it. I mean, it's, it's decent. I, I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's, it's, it's got a cool enough thing where, like, it's cool to be able to pick up this piece that looks 
you know, different than a lot of other pieces you get. And then you fit it on and you fit all these things together. And then you've made a weapon that looks different from other weapons that you can create because you can switch out the different parts of it. That's kind of cool. That is cool. I like that a lot. So is there, how's the um, skill tree and whatnot? Um, the skill tree, I mean, I, I don't like the visual format of it. Okay. Is it uh, like, uh, like they tried too hard to make it like, well, look how cool our skill tree looks or just like on, they didn't try hard enough. Honestly, it feels the game itself. It feels like they ran out of money. Really? The game itself, because it, it's like the, the graphics are kind of dumbed down. Even the cutscenes are, bleh. um, the graphics are okay mm-hmm. but for what's in the world it doesn't feel like they're as good as they could be gotcha um, but but that could also be down to the aesthetic you know they they went for a, a, a definite graphical style mm-hmm. um and so that could be part of it but it really the game itself it feels like they ran out of money or were cutting corners to fit a smaller budget that makes sense um, that's a good description you know, and that that's that's just what it feels like the entire game. And so, like the skill tree menu, it's just a bunch of lists of things. Oh gosh! Okay. So like, and super the menus basic. are kind of there are so many menus. And <laughs> I got to get through this menu to get to this menu, and if I want to look at this, I got to go through this and click this and close this and move this around. Yeah, yeah, and that that's kind of what it feels like, or at least to me. And I, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, thirty or forty bucks, sure. I mean, oh, yeah. it's fun enough for that. The world feels empty because there's there's a lot of open space, uh, just open to make space. it feel a bigger. And there's like roaming enemies that you can run into, and that that's fun, you know, because then combat combat's fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just it's kind of empty. the The side quests are real dumb, like. Oh yeah, go go from here, point A to point B, and now you've completed a side quest. The side quests are mostly about exploration, which is fine, but if that's all there is, that's interesting like, for side quests. Usually, it's like go kill seven zebras. Yeah, I you know there's not a lot of like the fetch quest type stuff, but there's a lot of go from point A to point B, go from point A to point B. Look at this cool Searching. thing we totally put in the world for you. Yeah, and uh, search through a bunch of different washing machines. But the thing is, is like the world itself is, you know, it looks okay. But there, there's not like, there's nothing that I've come across where I've been like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, I did see it. There's a couple videos actually that popped up on my, going through my TikTok feed, right? That were yeah. uh, like multiple times has popped up. Where someone will be looking at another character in the game, and be like, "This guy looks more like an like a lead character than mine does. <laughs> like, this guy looks like a main character. I do not." And and some of the NPCs are actually pretty cool. Like, there's an otter guy who is obviously like, you do like a flashback, and to encounter him, and he's a greaser. And like, so you have this narrator that speaks the entire time. I have and heard a lot of things about that. Literally the entire time. The, the narrator's fine. Like, I haven't gotten annoyed with him. Of course, I haven't poured in, like, a ton of hours. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe 10 or so, you know. Nothing mm-hmm. nothing huge. Um, And probably less, to be completely honest. Probably closer to four or five. But he's not wow. super annoying. He's, I don't need to he's, take your opinion on this game, then. With less than, less than five hours? 
What, what do you know? That's fair. I've gotten through most of the main quests, so kidding, you know, kidding, whatever. Kidding, Bryson. Uh, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, it's, please love me. You know, and there's there's um, you can be like evil or good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of in between. You know, it's it's kind of you're a jerk or you're a nice guy. Like there's one there's one side quest where you walk up to this guy and he's like, "Will you help me out?" And if you say no. Like, you don't just say no, you punch the guy in the face. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I guess I'm playing that kind of character. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that's, uh, was it in uh, in Mass Effect? There's this news reporter lady. And you can yeah, do, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there's an option where it just says, like, I'm done talking. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I just want to shut the conversation down. And your guy punches her in the face. No more questions. <laughs> Walks away. You're like, wait, I didn't see that coming. Which is awesome. And you do it every time okay. now. But... Uh, it's one of those that things is, where you just don't know what's coming, you know? That's that's one of the coolest, like, in Mass Effect, we're, we're, uh, I digress, but still, in Mass Effect, it's either I'm a jackass or mm-hmm. I'm a really nice guy. Like, because, like, if you, you push, it's, it's immediately pull a weapon on people. Oh, like, oh my God, yeah. There is no in-between. It is, I love I'm going to shoot so you much. in the face right now. Yeah. You know? Or, or immediate threats. I'm going to kill you, you son of a... <laughs> you're like, Whoa. There's a... And it's always been a thing where a few people you're like, you just say like, hey, I don't I don't like how you did this. And your character just like shoots them. I don't think you should live anymore. You're like, wait, I just said... The option said, I don't like you. That was the whole option. I don't know if I was yeah. going to shoot him in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or it's always like way over the top where you, you, know, you choose an option it's like... It's like the options no, and your character shoves him against the wall and is like, "Oh, you and your family and everything you've ever met dies because everything you said is wrong." <laughs> You're like, I just said to said no. What do you? What's yeah. happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's yeah, it, but yeah, I had one of those moments where he's like, "I'm like I'm I because like immediate I was like, uh, it's cutesy. I want to play the jerk." Yeah, you know, and see how far they go. And he just straight up like this guy's in, a, in the middle of a destroyed village. You walk up and he's like, "Yeah, it's been so awful. I've lost everything. Will you help me?" No, bam! <laughs> <laughs> just hits him in the face. <laughs> Your life sucks. What's one more thing on the plate? I, I yeah. So it was. It, it's interesting. I like I said, game. It's yeah. worth thirty or forty bucks. It's it's interesting. It's got a cool art style, and the combat's fun. But oh, I don't yeah. expect much more out of it. No, I'm not. It was, and that's like, I'm glad I didn't buy it. It was a game I was super excited for because, again, it, it looked, you know, it was a really cool idea. And then, I mean, the second it launched, I just oh, immediately I heard from everyone, this is not it. And I'm like, all right, glad I didn't buy it. It's a, it's fun. And you probably yeah. would have had fun. But, you know, there, there, as I'm playing through it, I'm like, man, I spent 60 bucks on this. <laughs> yeah. What am I doing with my life? Oh my god! Like, well, I, I guess I mean it's only sixty bucks, but still. <laughs> you been playing anything else? Um, Castlevania. Yep. Uh, Bio Mutant, and um, I've been playing um, Mass Effect. How's that? How's uh, Mass I, Effect going? I, 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 I am not that far into it. I got through the Citadel, which is why when we, when you were like, yeah, we're going to talk about Mass Effect tonight. I was like having an anxiety moment. Cause I was like, I am nowhere near done with this story. Not even close. That works. Well, um, we were going to have an episode tonight 
where we were going to bring on some people that are playing Mass Effect for the first time because of the Legendary Edition and talk about Mass Effect 1. I just finished Mass Effect 1 on Saturday. Ooh, that's something I can talk about too, actually, um, with another thing that happened Saturday. But yeah, I just no one could make it last minute, and that's okay. So that gives Russ more time to uh, get through Mass Effect 1. So we can have that talk yeah. later. It took me forever to figure out how to get like to planets. Mm-hmm. Because you go to a planet and it's like, oh, yeah, you can investigate this planet, but you can't land on it. I'm like, so like I kept going with all these different because I was trying to find I was trying to follow up on some side quests before I went and started working on the main story. Yeah. Um, Smart. That's what and, I do. And like I so I'm like, I'm like, I know there's a thing over here, but I can't land on any of these flipping planets. Like it says it's in this system. Where? Do I go? And so the only like, planet you can land on. <laughs> well, I looked it up and it's like, oh, yeah, it's this little thing off to the side that's not even a planet. It's a space station. And then I read down and it was like, yeah, don't go here until you're at least this level or you will die. And I was like, oh, yeah, way under level for that. Yeah, not doing that yet. I'm like level five. <laughs> like, uh, so, so then I landed right now. I'm on, I don't remember the name of the planet. It's That's a right. corporate planet. So like you land and like the first thing oh, is, is like all these businesses. The exogeny are there. people, yeah. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is is you land and they're like, We need your weapons and Oh I'm... no, that's the other one. Oh uh, shit. Oh my god, hold on. Go keep talking. Why am I uh, forgetting so the they, name of this planet off the top of my head? They land and I was thinking this is another example of you know the options that you were talking about, because I was like, no. And then my commander tempered pulls a gun on them and they're all like on a standoff. And I'm like, all I said was no, what the heck is going on here, man? Like you just went from zero to 10 real quick. Novaria. God, I'm an idiot. Novaria. Yeah. That's I kept trying to say Pharos. That's the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Matriarch Benezia. So now I I ended up in a bar and I talked with a lady who was like, yeah, I need you to go and gather information Mm -hmm. from this one dude. And now I'm totally lost because now I don't know where to go. Did you talk to the dude yet? Yeah, I went and talked to the dude. Okay. And I, I think I completed that side. There's a Turian uh, sitting at a table in there. Go, you need to go talk to him. Oh, okay. Or did you go talk yeah, to c- the, the guy who runs the whole place yet? The no. Solarian at the... Okay, so go to literally the opposite end of that room. Ah. And there's the lady that you, you talked to at the front desk. She's his secretary. And then sure. you can go in and talk to him, and that'll open up the next part of the story to go through. Okay. Because yeah. cause I, 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 I like the touch-ups that they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. The game itself is still a little limited because a lot of the like the environment that I'm in, like every room looks the same. It makes sense. It's very commercial. Sure. But I get lost. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know where to go. And it's not like it gives you an indicator and says, yeah, you want to go this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like wandering from room to room and then I end up in the same room and I'm like, how do I get out of here? And it's yeah. a maze. It's a lot of um, paying attention to stuff. Cause like, it doesn't tell you that you need to go talk to her. When you get in the door, she says, here's where my office is. Meet me there. And then walks away. But that's not in the objective list. So it's like, if you weren't paying attention to that conversation, you have no idea where you're supposed well, to go next. Yeah. And even if you were paying attention and you put the game down for a couple of days and oh, come yeah. back. Like, wait, what? Like, I know I'm supposed to go talk to the guy, but I don't know where he is. 
Like, I've never been to this place before, but you're like, yeah, go talk to this guy. He's over here. And I'm like, where? Like, there are no directions. There's, it's just, just like, <laughs> it, you know, and, and I mean, that's fun. It encourages exploration. You get it. But at the same time, when you have an environment that looks the same room after room after room after room after room, at least give me some like sign on the wall that says, hey, the director's office is this way. Don't just plop me down. And then the map is no use. You go to the map on the menu and you're like, I don't even know where I am <laughs> on this map. Gotta remember, it's from 2007. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Yeah. It just, it gets very irritating, and I'm like, I just want to shoot some people. Like, yeah. Just let me shoot some people, and I can't shoot anybody. Don't worry, anymore. there will be a lot of shooting in that mission. You'll be fine. No. Don't so, you worry. So that, that's what I've been playing. Castlevania, which is super fun, and then um, Biomutant and Mass Effect. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I finished Mass Effect 1 in the Legendary Edition on Saturday. Um, which also was my, um, we had, we had this cute little party on Twitch. It was my oh. third, uh, anniversary as an affiliate on Twitch. Did you post that anywhere? Did you put yes. it on Twitch or something? Yeah. I, po- I posted it in the discord on Twitter. I didn't see it or else I would, uh, I would have tried uh, to be no. there. Oh, we were at a Dude, dinner no party Saturday yeah. night, which is probably why I didn't. Know. You did. You did actually. No, I wanted to make that awkward, but you did text me that you saw it and wanted to be there, but you had a dinner thing. You did tell me. Oh, oh, okay. Then yeah. I, I don't feel as bad. Shut up, Reap. Nobody it's, asked you. It's actually awesome that you forgot that you had done that. <laughs> I could have played. Yeah, Russ, where the fuck were you? I thought you were my friend. <laughs> my days just all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just... so I finished, I finished Mass Effect one, right? And mm-hmm. I have to say without going absolutely crazy into it, right? But it was so incredible. I had, it was, it, we talked about this on the last time we talked about Mass Effect Legendary Edition. It, it, it feels like I'm playing the game for the first time again, but I remember everything. You know what I mean? It's how I remember playing it. And it was, it was so good as a remaster that it's it's moved its way up into my top five games. The Le- the Mass Effect One Legendary Edition has moved its way up into my top five games of all time because it was so so well remastered. I had such a good the combat felt so good the whole way through the gear and everything. I was I you know I'd learned so much from past past playthroughs and like did everything as well as I could. You know playing Renegade is always a good time. Being a dick to everyone because most of my playthroughs are usually like me being like a hero nice guy right. Because yeah. I'm a nice person. And so, you know, when you do those renegade playthroughs, you're addicted to everybody. It just feels good, you know? But all in all, without getting... Because we're going to have a whole episode about Mass Effect 1. It was incredible. I loved every second of it. I had so much fun. Just I, I think I did every single... I think I 100%ed it. I did everything you possibly could. And oh my God, it was so good. I saw I, like I saw something the other day, and you were like, "Yeah, I just got the best armor. I just got all this stuff, and I'm I'm now ready to start my first mission." And I was like, "Wish I knew the game that well, because I have no <laughs> idea what's going on." Well, you played it like I think this is like my twelfth playthrough. <laughs> yeah, this is my first time playing. So, but I mean, which is yeah. awesome. Again, yeah, I have loved going through my Twitter feed and seeing people talk about 
you know, the, be, a lot a few people are beating it, you know, finally for the first time ever, or like mm-hmm. going through TikTok and there's a whole bunch of Mass Effect content now, and it makes me so oh, happy. Yeah. People, you know, yeah. discovering things and and something we talked about is there's a lot of um, there's a lot of representation for a lot of things in Mass Effect that when I played it when I was younger, like none of that clicked. But you know, we're in a uh, we're in an era now where everything is out there, right? There's not, you know, all sorts of representation, everything going on in the world. Like it's on your mind because it's in your face all the time, which is, which is good because you want to know this stuff happens. It's, you know, and so it it was cool for me just to to see my perspective of that. Right. But to have people like totally leech on to different characters and different moments and stuff. And it was just like, Oh my God, it's been so cool. And I'm excited to see them get through the other two games because it just keeps continuing with that line. Oh my God. It was so good. I have to, well, I have to reel myself in or <sighs> that, that's a good story that doesn't get preachy, but still is representative yeah. of, of, of lots of different people in lots of different walks of life. Um, I, I like it when there is that, I like it when there's representation of everybody, Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you kind of have, you know, commander Shepard is kind of the, the stereotypical human, you know, male or female, you know. Um, but then you have all these alien races that kind of represent different things and different people and different walks of life and different things that are going on. I like it. I mean, you know, the characters seem solid. Like, that's the yeah. one thing that I can say about it. And and just random NPCs that you talk to. Oh, yeah. Like, the, the universe is very, very well fleshed out. Um, so I've I've enjoyed that aspect. There's a lot of talking. Oh yeah, there is yeah. a Mass lot Effect One is a lot of talking. Talking. What's well, a lot um, of world building and so it's oh, I, I don't know. I love it. They just don't I, make I, games I think, like that anymore. Which is which I get. It, it is a lot of talking, but I've played through it twelve times and I still sit through everything. I talk to everyone to learn everything, and I still don't skip anything because it's just it, it's it's well done, right? The voice acting is all incredible. Oh yeah, well, and yeah, it's just actually. like. It's just such a well-written world, word world that you eat up all the words. That's what I'm trying to say. Eat up all the words. Eat up all the words. Yes. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I will say like there's some stuff that I've skipped over. Like when I was talking about with the information broker. Oh, the shadow broker. Going into yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Not the shadow broker. Um, it was the like the information broker, the guy that's like that alien type. Oh, the Volas. Volos. Yeah. yeah. Where where he was kind of going into like all this stuff. And I was like, that's interesting. That's interesting. And eh, I don't care about that. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. He's one I don't, I don't, I, I skip sometimes because he, he is kind of like, all right, cool. You're there. But it's but like, I, go ahead. Okay. I did love running. You were telling me that like dictates their emotions before they say something. Mm-hmm. They were one of my favorite encounters. Oh yeah, so cool. Confused. Why do you say that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pessimistic. Oh, <laughs> pessimistic. Yeah. I feel like oh, everybody God. should talk like that. Genuinely like, agreeable. I like what you're saying. Oh, I I, I love the Elcor so much. Elcor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, they're so good. And and there's some interesting like the political stuff is handled pretty well. Like mm-hmm. there's this guy who's in love with this uh courtesan. 
that you know that he that then he fell out with so he started sharing some of her secrets and like framing her for it and you know i mean like it's cool it's interesting the, the you know it's not just a fetch quest but it's definitely a side quest oh yeah and it, it it's kind of cool or even the one guy whose wife was killed on this other planet but like they want to keep her to experiment to yeah see, that's a know, tough choice yeah, because I mean, both like, sides of it make sense. It's very levels of gray, which makes the 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 difference between Paragon mm-hmm. and Renegade so stark too. Because there are all these shades of gray, like in what's going on around. But he is a straight up dick, or just and I and I feel like even the Paragon, he's just kind of middle of the road. Like yeah, yeah. whatever. But it's either straight up dick or just eh, whatever. Yeah. Ah, uh, the shepherd talk. I have to go now. I have to go now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm done with you. Yeah. Uh, I definitely, I end up, you play enough Mass Effect, I find myself doing that all the time. Just end abruptly ending a conversation. I have to go now. And you just walk away. And that's how all of my people died and were horribly destroyed. I have to oh, go yeah. now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited to get further into it. I Me just too. Take the time. Ooh. I think I'm going to try to get through Castlevania first because I'm having a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, and I'm just getting to my favorite area, which is like all the vampire stuff. Um, because it doesn't just have vampires. It has werewolves and necromancers. Yes. There's so much stuff involved. Oh, my God. Um, I've also been... So a game I didn't expect to be getting back into that we we as a group here... Um, is I do you remember me talking to you about Last Oasis like over a year or like a year ago? No. Okay, so Last Oasis is a nomadic survival MMO. Earth mm-hmm. has stopped rotating, and the last mm-hmm. human survivors need to outrun the scorching sun in a massive open world. Traverse the world on your walker, a wooden wind-powered machine inspired by Theo Jensen's amazing strand beasts. Yeah. Yeah. So you are, you know, you're, you're a nomadic people, right? And it's just like, des- you know, there's, there's, there's forests and grasslands and whatnot, but it's mostly, you I know, you're, I am remembering this. Yeah. Nomadic Go Keep going. in, Keep in the going. desert, right? Um, there's like these big monkey dudes that are like mostly enemy types. And there's, you know, it's these huge creatures that happen too. But the big thing is, you know, getting fragments so you can unlock knowledge to help you craft other things, build other things, learn how to do other things, um, progress forward. And then, so what we're doing is we actually have a private server where we're, we're all playing mm-hmm. on, you know, and, uh, when I played it before with Gunbait, me and him played it a lot back in the day. Um, uh, we were playing live on servers and, um, and that shit's crazy, man. Cause it's the majority of the game is hoping that other players don't run up on you kill you, steal all your stuff. And then you're just like to... any other survival game. Exactly. Game exactly. It, where you play, you know, PV PVP where it's like, please don't attack me. And exactly. you're just trying to find a place that you can like hide your base in the mm-hmm. chance that they don't find you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll retell a story. Well, I guess we weren't doing the podcast when I played before. So this is the story hasn't been told, but, um, the baby shark story. Um, okay. If it doesn't ring a bell then I, I haven't told it. Good. I wanna, yeah. So I, I, I remember you mentioning this game at some point, but I don't, yeah. I, I like, I remember like 
the the, so the, there's, the wood machines. That's yeah, it. so the wood machines are very intricately done. You know how the leg movement and the torque and everything and like uh, they're so beautifully designed and each one is used for different roles and there's different. There's one the ones that are just massive where like fifty people can ride on it and there's you know shooting spears and shit off every direction and storage and you know ones for all different. They added they recently added one that actually flies for a scout. It's like a two seater oh. that actually like you flat you have to flap it you know and you you fly around. Um, this latest update came out two weeks ago. They added a uh, a giant fucking sandworm monster. It's just huge, Jeez. flying out of the sand and stuff. And so there's like there's walkers specifically. <laughs> yeah, the giant sand monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The giant. Uh, sand not worm. taking that joke. Um, so there's walkers specifically designed to battle the worm. That's like, you know, right. built with like an enclosed yeah, canopy, <laughs> you know, uh, low center of gravity, everything. So it doesn't flop over, you know, <laughs> yeah, you need that low center of gravity. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> but there's walkers just for everything, you know, storage. There's a walker that is literally your base. Well, for one, you can store your base in your walker, which is cool. You can build an intricate base out of like stone, wood, whatever. And then you, you can store the entire structure just goes whoop into your walker and then you can move to another another tile or server right and just unload your base in a new spot right instead of having to like well i got to take apart my whole base now and then rebuild it somewhere else you can take the whole thing with you so there's a walker that just like you get to where you want and you press a button and it folds out into a giant platform in the air where you can build your base on top of it and then just deconstruct it and it is the walker again and you take off running so there's a lot of really cool walkers with different different walker. uh di- yeah, yeah yeah you know we like to bump into each other like hey i'm walking here you know um but so the big thing with when you're playing online right yeah oh yeah all the time is you know there's uh big organizations of players that you know rule right. rule servers because the big they thing really is suck, yeah. you know Big clans, the big thing, you can tax a tile. So there's the whole map, right? It's not like when it says open world, it's not like the whole map's just there. There's individual tiles across the whole map and the tiles are like the server you load into, right? Mm-hmm. But you can tra- you can travel between tiles. You need to make a certain amount of water so you can travel to different tiles of different lengths, you know, across the desert. You need water to travel. Sure. But so a clan can actually control a tile. Sure. And then ta- like everything that happens, they get a, a portion of it. And it's, you know, it's a great way to like earn, you know, earn the currency in game supplies, even all this stuff. Um, so they, there's a Walker specifically designed to just, I control the server now. So there'll be these big battles that happen and whoever oh. comes out on top, they bring their, you know, their big Walker out there and it clomps down and just like, big legs come out and slam into the ground and it erects <laughs> gloriously into the sky. And it shows that you control that. And so then Just you have to build things. this huge base around it, you know, walls, uh, the Rupu or like the NPCs you fight, you can actually learn how to craft towers where you've tied Rupus to the tower and they'll just attack anything that moves. So you can have like the defense towers are just these monkeys that are tied to a tower and throwing rocks. <laughs> it's so fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. I want 
when I build my house, I'm just going to get a bunch of monkeys and put them in a tower. And yes. any, I'm going to train them so that anytime anybody comes near, they're going to throw their feces out at them. Oh, yeah. So, um, so me and Gunbait were part of this clan for a long time called Join or Die. And I think you can figure out, you know, right. how, uh, it recruitment, feels very how recruitment max. works. Yeah. yeah. So Gunbait was playing one day and these guys rolled up on him. A lot of them, you know, and, and he got the, you know, join or die. And he didn't want to die. So he joined. And so naturally, you know, I, I joined in behind them. And, you know, when you're in a group full of people that are, the recruitment is, if you don't want to die, you have to join us. Like you can't trust a lot of people. So it was like, right. we're, it was super cool. Cause it was a huge group of people that would be working on, you know, attacking different clans, moving into different areas, you know, trying to make our own spot. And at the same time, you're looking out for other players that can attack you. While at the same time, you're watching people in your own clan to make sure they're not fucking with your shit. So it's like the whole time we were playing was just a constant, like, all right, where's everyone? Who's this guy? Who's this? And you're just paranoid the whole time. And it was, it was a ton of fun. Um, so uh, the baby shark story. Yeah. I was about to say we, we, we digress. So there's, there's in, yeah, obviously in game voice, you know, and you know, we're, you know, we're all chatting and stuff. So there was this, uh, this cl- giant Zerg clan basically. And all it, it basically, it was start started by, uh, so everyone knows, you know, there's, there's whole companies in China that are just hired to put people in desks and play games, all, you know, and play a specific game all day and, you know, sell reward and reap and, and everything from there. Right. So it was, it was a clan that had been started from one of these companies in China and they just, it was just a huge group of people and they would just Zerg servers or just Zerg tiles until they controlled right. everything, get all the resources and move on and just Zerg everything. And so everyone's trying to band together to kind of fight back. They put some things in place where it's not as easy to do that now. Right. Um, but at the time it was just like free range. If you can make it happen, just go for it, which sure. sucked. So we go, we find this tile that they owned that was kind of far away from where the main Zerg group was. Right. And so we're like, all right, we're going to start there, control that tile and work our way around behind them. And so we get our whole, our whole crew together. There's just, you know, there we're in this, um, this entourage, right. And there's, you know, I'm on my stiletto walker, which is a pretty good size, you know, pretty good size. I've got a, I've got a ballista on the back. I've got a repeater on the front, which is like this wooden cage that just launches spears out like crazy fast. Um, you know, and a couple people not riding with monkeys me throwing feces, not, not monkeys throwing feces. No, that's what I was doing. Um, just to make everyone feel comfortable. I covered myself right. in, in dead You're gorilla fur. And and like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in character, <laughs> you know? Um, but and there's, you know, there's walkers smaller than me. There's ones a little smaller than me, you know, in front of us is just, I mean, just giant walker. We have like 20 people in the clan on who are all in different rotating turrets, you know, and just hooping and hollering and have a good time. There's, there's just a bunch of us here. I'm like, this is awesome. So we, you know, we cross the desert into the other place. We all load into this next tile together, whoop, like you're warp driving in star Wars, you know, we're all popping up, you know, and we, we, you know, we send a group forward in these little teeny spider walkers. They're like one or two seaters and they can almost walk straight up a wall. It's pretty cool. They're super cool and they're fast. So we send a couple guys out to scout, you know, where the base is at, where all the enemies are at, you know, uh, we sent some feelers out to like tiles in the rotating area around us to see if there's anyone on those servers that would come rushing to save, you know, sure. like, all right. So once we got our plan and set, you know, we're all in discord chat and talking stuff. Some of us are in game. 
And so then we attack and it was a glorious battle. We're like, you know, we've got people going in to take out these turrets. There are enemy players, you know, diving out and we're all, you know, out there, you know, on our, our nomadic ways with our big wood spear with a bunch of bones sticking out of it, you know, like a sword and, you know, you're, it's a really intricate, like block the direction you move in your mouse and attack and everything. Sure. And, you know, stitched armor and everything. Everyone just looks amazing. Right. And we're out there and everyone's, you know, yelling and stuff in game as you're battling each other, you know, Havachi, Avast, you know, it's so much fun. So we finally win and and then we have to break into their base. And so we've got people that are launching firebolts into the side of the base. Some of us literally just chopping at the side with axes. There's just, there's like 30 or 40 of us sitting at this base, just chopping our way in. We get through, get everything they had in this base. It was a ton of supplies, really good gear. Um, you know, everything we need for crafting. We're like, yes, we're feeling great. And we get in and we go to a meeting point in the next tile over where we'd quickly constructed a base to like store all the stuff we stole. Sure. And like, we all stop and take a breath. I go, wow. it was, I mean, it was nonstop action for like two and a half hours. This battle, this yeah. battle lasted for two and a half hours. It was nutty. Um, so we stop and out of the trees, because only people in your clan show up on the map. So you actually have to physically see people to know that they're there. Yeah. Um, so for, I don't know if we didn't have a scouting party because we we're all just like so tired from this battle. So in the tree line, slowly in the distance, you hear. Baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. Baby shark. And as and this army of walkers comes flying out of the tree line blasting baby shark at full volume while i mean hundreds of people jump off these walkers <laughs> and just start slashing us down while they're all singing baby shark in game to the guy blasting it through the game you know and we just got decimated by this zerg group blasting baby shark at full volume <laughs> and to this day i hear that song and i get ptsd it's terrible <laughs> So me and, uh, you know, me and Gunbait like somehow survived this fight and like fought our way, like back to back, just <laughs> fighting our way through all these dudes. Um, it looked like a lot of them had died from the previous fight. So they were like naked with a stick. So it wasn't like really hard, but there was a ton of them. Right. Yeah. Um, so we make our way out my stiletto Walker that I just built for this battle. I see it in the distance getting tipped over and broken apart by a bunch of dudes. And I'm like, Oh no. So we run across like the whole map on foot and like gather enough materials to build this tiny little Walker while running away and get some water. You know, we take off to a whole nother place and we're like, I think, I think we can do this. So we quietly leave the clan and, and take off like tile after tile to get as far away as we could. And we're like, we're going to, we're going to start our lives fresh. And we started our lives fresh over, over there. And it was just, it, it was an incredible train of events, man. See, and that's why, so that's why I want to get a PC so I can have these experiences. Yes. yes. I'm so sick of being left out. Oh dude. PC gaming is there's all those games on there. There's just, there's so many just weird games out there that you can just well, have like, these experiences I'm gonna, I'm gonna on. Play like Star Citizen with you guys. Yeah. Or like, you know, I just want to be able to, you know, because you and Gunbait and Reap, Reap's here. Yep. You know, and and Clear Knight and uh Booty Booty Sweat. Mm-hmm. Just miss playing with you guys. Yeah, man. I love you guys. 
get on it. Hashtag J fingers, but J fingers, buttholes. <laughs> but yeah, so we've been, you know, on the private server, so we can just kind of learn everything, you know, and then yeah. it's been, it's been mostly just to like, not have the, we're looking over our shoulder the entire time. So we can like play with building and, you know, learning right. different things and understanding how different crafting mechanics work and whatnot. And then, so we're going to build our walkers to load a tile with the big worm. Cause it's the latest update. So we can just get together our little group, you know, and, and go hunt the giant worm and do this thing. But I definitely want to get back into the, the regular game at some point. Cause it's just, it's chaotic and hectic and you have to spend every second knowing that you can lose everything you've done any moment, but it's, it's mm-hmm. just, it's really fun. Well, and then if I get a PC, maybe I can get you into Conan Exiles. Probably not. Come on. It's <laughs> I, a survival game. I can't. I've watched it. I, I'm just, I just can't. Maybe it's different if I play it, but I can't get into that one. I don't know why. It just does not hold me. Really? Yeah. I love that one. I know. I did hear they've had I a lot of updates recently. A, yeah. So, yeah. so well, maybe I, I, I haven't looked at it in a while. I, I like that it has dungeons. You know, you run through a dungeon as a group because I've tried to do a dungeon by myself and I got all the way through it. But then when I got to the boss, I got on. <laughs> it was awful. Um, you know, but that's that's the fun. It has like these dungeon areas, kind of like Valheim, where you have like the bosses and stuff. Oh, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And you get like unique materials from them to be able to create things. I do like that that that's the fun. And I never got to participate in any of that because I didn't have people to do it with. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I will do a PVP server. I'd want to do a PVE server. If you, cause it's been a long time coming. If you get a PC, I will look into Conan exiles. Okay. And if that doesn't sell you on getting a PC sooner than later, I don't know what will. I'm, I, you know, as soon as one goes on sale, like the one that I want, as soon as it goes on sale, I'm going to get it. All right. Deal. I'll, I'll send you some links eight. too. Perfect. I'll I'll send you some links. We'll get some ideas flowing. Okay. Do you know? I've got one. I've got one that's exactly what I want. It's got the three seventy um, Ryzen, not the Ryzen uh, NG Force. Nvidia. Nvidia. Thank yeah. you. Um, and then it's got sixteen gigabytes of RAM, which is not bad. It's got the Intel seven, and it's only sixteen hundred dollars. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it figured out. I'll With send the you keyboard some and mouse. We'll get and it then I've got, out. I've already got my money set aside for my Asus Predator monitor. Yes. That's the exact monitor I am using. I'm not kidding. It's sitting right in front of me right I know. now. I know. I know it's the one that you have. It's, I love it so much. It's Acer, right? Yeah. Acer. I get Acer and Asus confused all the time. And Assass in, yeah. Assass. Or, or ass. Yeah. But yeah, so Last Oasis has been a ton of fun. It's a game I didn't expect to ever play again when we kind of stopped playing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad. It's just so fun. It's just really mm-hmm. good. Um, And then what else were we going to talk? Oh yeah. And then we, we did get back into Star Citizen a little bit. Um, That's had some really cool updates. There's a, there's a lot more variety and missions to do. Um, like we got together and had to go, there was this drug lab. And so we're like, all right, we'll go check it out. And so we get, and this is this bunker in the middle of nowhere and they have these AA towers 
So we're like doing mm-hmm. gun runs before we even land, <laughs> launching missiles and firing our guns and people in our turrets, you know, shooting at these AA emplacements to before we blow them up. And we spin around, you know, and we land and open the canopy and get your guns out and run in, take an elevator shaft down into this bunker. And there's a bunch of enemies in there. This is first person shooter going through checking corners, moving together, bam, 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 target down, take them all down. And then there's piles of drugs everywhere and you beat them to death. (laughs) You beat the drugs to death. You beat the drugs to death. You can shoot them or save the ammo and punch them and they just disappear. Well, it feels like you're just inhaling a lot of drugs because it's just puffs of I'm, clouds everywhere, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure I'm overdosing while getting rid of these drugs. Why can't you just take the drugs and then sell them? I, I mean, I thought that was like a well, big a part whole of the other, game was like commerce. Well, it's a whole different thing. You can't, you know, there's there's areas that, that craft make the there There are different uh, areas that aren't mapped at all. That If you know how to get there, you know, you can take the supplies they need to make the drugs, they'll buy them off of you. Or you can buy the drugs and load up your ship and take them somewhere and sell them off. That's definitely the thing. But sometimes you want to be on the right side of the law. So you go in and take them down. Because, Russ... Or pretend to be on the right side of the law so that you can make money later. Let me tell you a story. I know how much you enjoy Star Citizen stories. Russell, so there has been a mechanic for being an outlaw for a while, right? You know, you, you get you get your stat, you know, for being bad. And it basically makes you a target for other players. You can get a bounty put on you, or you can go to oh. this place. This, uh, this uh, you have to go to this, uh, this space station that's like, you know, it's the Moss Eisley of space stations, right? Scum and sure. villainy. To buy a certain yeah. chip, you go to this abandoned space, like actual station in space floating around. And get to the computer inside so you can get rid of your crime stat by basically hacking into this system and getting rid of it. It's so cool. It is awesome. So that was kind of the only things before, right? So uh, recently they finally added the prison planet so you can actually go to jail. And then do you have to escape? So depending on what you've done is how much time, uh, how much time you have, which is real time. So like... I had, um, I was, I was pretty upset. I was doing some, uh, I wasn't doing bounty hunting. I was doing the opposite. I was doing mercenary work. So I was just blasting people out of the sky left and right. So in like, I did this for like 45 minutes, made a shit ton of money. And then I got, I got shot down and went to jail (laughs) and I had like 13 hours of jail time. And I was like, I shot people for 45 minutes. I got to be in here for 13 hours. So a cool thing is it's real time, not in game time. So like if you, if you have a 12 hour sentence at night and you log out, wake up 12 hour, you know, wake up the next day and log in your service is done and you leave, which is nice. Um, And another thing they have is there's a whole mine shaft in there where you can go, like you can mine, give it to the prison and and that decreases your your work off your, your time. Right. Which is pretty cool. And then there's also a mechanic where there's this whole like, looking at sneaking into a certain spot to angle just right to see a screen that has a code you go in the corner, enter that code and it stops a fan. So you can sneak through the fan blades to get, it's this whole way you can actually escape from prison. You have to have a friend come to where this tunnel gets out of in space sure. and jump into his ship and take off. You can escape. Right. So like, this is awesome. Yeah. So me and me and gun bait end up in jail. Um, 
And it's my first time there. And I'm like, this is super cool. You know, so we're looking around and I go to work off some of my sentence. You know, I was mining for a while. I had a 12 hour sentence. I come back, drop all the things off. It took like 10 minutes off. And I was like, no, (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) That's not going to fly around here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to break out. Right. So we go, we do everything right. You know, we get to where, you know, the guard station is, you angle just right. You can see the computer that has the code. We get over to the, where the fan blades are and we enter the code and this red screen, you know, we're like, that's the right code. And so we go and look it up and everyone's like, yeah, sometimes the code's wrong because it's star citizen and it's very buggy as you've known from every story I've ever told you. Um, So you just, it's one of those, you just got to embrace the bugs and enjoy the gameplay loop. So, you know, so we're like, all right, so we switched to another server and it was a different code. Like I sweet. So we enter the code, it pops up green. We're like, yes, but the fan blades don't stop. And we're like, oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and so, so we look it up and they're like, yeah, sometimes if you can just run at a weird angle, it'll clip, your, clip yourself through the fan. We're like, okay. So we're a couple idiots sprinting into this because it wouldn't kill us for some reason, which is weird, but you couldn't get past oh, it. Okay. So we're a couple of guys right. in, in, you know, in our orange, you know, just running full speed at different angles into this fan blade, trying to get through, you know, to get out of prison. And so finally I went, I'm just going to bed and I'll just wake up and get out of prison tomorrow. Like this is, this is insane. And yeah, we just, it was. And then finally someone was like, yeah, sometimes this is bugged and nothing works. We're like, okay, star citizen. I got you. I got you. Um, but a really cool thing they had their Invictus week, which was like, this big showroom. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, oh, so this is okay. big. It was this big military military showroom thing. It was really cool. You know, RP wise, you walk in, there's all these like recruitment booths. You know, there's this huge hologram projection of this guy talking to you about the UEE. You know how how the military helps the world. You know, uh, the empire needs you. You know, and you go into the showroom floor, and it shows you all the ships that the military is using. You can you know crawl into all of them, take a look at everything, even you know. Like the hammerheads, this giant gunship. You can actually go inside and look around and everything. Um, and then the the best thing. One. Well, no, the best thing of Invictus Week is you can rent all the ships for free. Oh, nice. So for a week, you know, everyone in the game has every sh- military ship there is. Sure. Which leads sure. to some very interesting things, right? You know, so you'll, you know, you'll be flying around. There's just like 50 hammerheads. There's just massive cruisers going all over the place, right? But the space was really cool. You know, the space was really cool. How they had it set up. They even like featured a ship that was upcoming so we could look at it for the first time. And that was super exciting. It looked so good. Um, It was like, so there's this, the ship called the Titan, which is kind of like the first gen of the military fighter jets, right? In space. And then the Anvil is what the military currently uses. And when Squadron 42 comes out, which is the single-player Star Citizen game, you'll be spending a lot of time on one of those. Um, And then, so what they were showing was, like, the next generation of the, you know, the main line of military fighters. And it's huge for just, like, a single-person fighter. It was gorgeous. The paint job had they had it, all the architecture. Like, this thing was fully modeled and looked gorgeous. Hmm. So I'm excited because there was a lot of ships that were recently launched that we were able to look at and try, you know, and check things out. There's a bunch of new areas and, you know, biomes on different planets and like, 
Um, they added a bunch of weather effects in. So like I'm flying through this snowy planet and like my canopy is being just pelted with snow and slush and like, it's hard to see. I'm turning my lights on so I can see where I'm flying, which is super mm -hmm. cool. You know, you get out, your visor gets covered. You actually have to press a button. So your guy like wipes the snow and stuff off your visor. It, awesome. it, yeah. Really cool weather effects, but yeah. So the game has come a long way. There's a lot of really cool new missions to do in it, especially as a group, like a lot more group content than there used to be. Sure. Um, and then a ton of ships being added. It's just, yeah, it's still, you know, it's star citizens, so it's never going to launch. We all know that, but you right. know, it's, I've got, easily gotten my money out of it a hundredfold. I don't think I've still spent the full version of a game's worth of money on star citizen. And I've been playing yeah. it for like six years. So like, oh, I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah. And then Baldur's Gate. When I get a PC, we can play Baldur's Gate together. Yes. I want the, I'm kind of, the thing with Baldur's Gate is I'm kind of waiting until they finish it. Because yeah. while well, it's in the pre-alpha, or not pre-alpha, but like the pre-launch, whatever it's, whatever version of the game it yeah. is. Like yeah. every time they update it, they wipe it. Oh, so your yeah. progress is what, so I'm like, like I don't want to redo everything every couple months, you know? So I'm like, yeah, I really want it. Cause I heard a few people have a group where they sit down every week. It's like their D and D, you know, thing, but they sit down every week to work through their campaign run. I'm like, I definitely want that. And you're the person I want to do that with. Oh, that would be so much fun. That'd be yes. amazing. Yes. 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 Do you remember, um, do you remember when I accidentally had to fight like 700 goblins in Baldur's Gate? We mean you were, we were in Discord yeah, it, that one time. I uh, well, yeah, yeah. That's yeah because we were both playing it at the same time, but we were playing. We weren't playing together. We couldn't get it. Yeah, no, we we weren't playing together. We were playing at the same time, but we were Correct. playing different games, weren't we? Yeah, because like, I remember you were on yours. your laptop. It wasn't cross-play between yeah. uh, Windows and Apple, and which uh, is to why. To answer your question, yes, I do remember that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's that that keep, and I accidentally I was like, I'm gonna sneak over here and kill this one dude, and then it caused me to pull the entire keep. Yeah, yeah, it was like a yes, two hour fight that. that I somehow yes. won. Yes. Fuck, dude, that was crazy. Oh, I see, and I just yes, that is that is what I want to do. When the full game comes out, we need to sit down. We'll each have our our character, and we'll just that's how we play. We just play through the campaign together i am so down for that yes i'm pumped dude yeah because that like what i played was amazing and that's the only reason i stopped is because i was like i just don't want to get wiped all the time so it was really fun and i loved how true it was to D. &D. the warlock mm -hmm. was my favorite i loved playing the warlock um because eldritch blast is a beast yep eldritch blast yeah um and so I'm super excited. And like, like if we do do it, I'll probably do like one of the, the, the pre-gen characters, like the warlock that they have. Cause that would be fun, but I'm also excited for them to introduce like new races and things like that. Druid and Druid and, 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 you know, the different, the different classes. Yes. I am so, 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 so down for that because we haven't been able to play D and D for get together for forever. I'm finally getting to be a player tomorrow and I'm super excited. I I created a, um, cause we're doing pathfinder. So I created, Oh shit. The, the paladin version or the, so they call theirs a champion. 
but they're basically give me, like the paladins of Pathfinder. Give me, keep talking about that. My daughter is at her first sleepover and she just called me. So I'm going to make sure everything's okay. Okay. So you keep going. Yeah. So I created this character called Elodwin Starry. Um, I'm super excited about it because he is going to be a, he's a tiefling orc. Um, so that's going to be pretty fun to play uh, because his whole thing is, is that he was kind of bred to be this warrior um, that's part of the campaign's um, lore. There's like these people that worship the warrior and he's going to be part of that. And he's going to be a member of a cult where he's like this prophesied figure, but whether the cult is like, it's like a real prophecy or it's just something along the way that somebody picked up. And so it's going to be interesting to explore those areas as a character because I don't know a lot. Like I just kind of left it up to the DM. Is this a real thing or is it, you know, just something that somebody made up sometime and they've kind of focused on my character as a figure, or maybe he's one of many or, you know, whatever's going on. Um, so that will be a lot of fun. And it's going to be my second time playing a Pathfinder game. Uh, it's going to be my first time in a campaign instead of a one shot. Uh, and so I'm excited about it. But yeah, um, and Brett is still out there. Uh, so now I'm just going to try to fill the time with stuff, I guess. Hmm. All right. Clear night. Give me something to talk about uh, if you're listening. Yeah, the the Goblin Village. So there's there's in Baldur's Gate 3, there's a part where you can come up tap dancing. Uh, Clear night says I should talk about tap dancing. Uh, I think he woefully overestimates my ability to talk about tap dancing because all I know is shave and a haircut two bits. Ha ha. And jazz hands. I can do jazz hands. Uh, for those of you who are listening to this on audio, I'm doing jazz hands. Uh, don't know how much effort that's going to be. But yeah, uh, Baldur's Gate. So Baldur's Gate. Uh, I played as a wizard to start out with. <laughs> great visual bit. Uh, Clear Knight says it was a great visual bit. Um, so I played as a wizard first, and then I switched over to Warlock. You know, I, I'm really excited about what Baldur's Gate is doing. Also, also, yeah, because this is going to be the tangential part of the show where I just, like, as I'm talking, I'm just going to do a stream of consciousness kind of thing. Um, so I like that Baldur's Gate is coming out. Also, we have um, Dark Alliance, which is coming out, I think, the 20th of this month. It comes out in the later part of the month. Uh, we talked about this a few episodes back, but it's going to be a D&D-based game that revolves around the Companions of the Hall. So Dritt Stewarden, who's a drow, uh, Brunner Battlehammer, who's a dwarf, uh, Wolfgar, uh, who's a barbarian, and then Caddy Bree, who's a ranger? They're doing like a healer. Oh, yeah. But there are minotaurs in the Underdark? So Clear Knight, you know... Uh, kind of going back to Baldur's Gate 3, um, so you do get to go to the Underdark at some point, and uh, there are Minotaurs in the Underdark, which is a little strange, um, because Minotaurs aren't, uh, like in D&D lore, like Minotaurs aren't typically associated with the Underdark, they're more of a, what's the word I'm looking for? 
um, terrestrial species. Like when I think of the Underdark, I mostly think of like illithids and uh, bugbears and things like that, not minotaurs. Although I suppose it would make sense for a minotaur because like the labyrinth. Um, <laughs> yeah, like like no maze. Yeah, um, I guess because the Underdark <laughs> is kind of maze-like and labyrinthine. Maybe maybe that's why they were thinking minotaurs. Maybe it was put down there by a wizard um, so that it could uh, uh, protect, like, its its under uh, underdark root, you know? Like, I'm yeah. thinking, like, if a wizard has a tower and then they have a route into the underdark, it would make sense to put a minotaur down there because then it's like, stay away. This is my space. This is where I experiment and do things. Who do you think is yeah, yeah. that minotaur's top ten friends, do you think? In his um, my space. Uh, on his MySpace, I would say number one would be um, Veth. Awkward. Uh, because you know that she is thirsty for some minotaurs. True. Um, and then um, second would be Minos. Um, okay. You know, you okay. got to make the boss happy. Uh, okay. Or Minos, depending on how you I say it. I wish I'd said top three instead of top ten now. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. Uh, four. I'm gonna go with Jason. Jason of the Argonauts. Derulo. Um, yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, let's go with Athena. Athena. You know? Yep. Yep. Right. Or maybe Zeus, because Zeus, you know, he he made himself into a bull and then had sex yeah, with your, had sex Europa. With, I'm regretting this. Uh, yep. Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh, probably string would be the string theory. Yeah. Right, right. Um, because that's how they found their way into him. And then mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking, uh, uh, what's his name? Xanathar, the Beholder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, beauty is in the eye of the Beholder. You know, I have I have torn apart many Beholder eyes and have never discovered beauty. Definitely not the Theseus, though. Yeah, no, Theseus, no, no, no. Gotta get, he's out the of there. Theseus moved to Facebook so fast. No. Odysseus, maybe. Yeah. Um. So here was a cool thing also that occurred to me. So there's been some some gaming news before we, I guess, I, I think we're getting ready to wrap up the show. Yeah. It feels about that time. Did I say yeah a little um, fast? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if anything's going on with your daughter, but it sounds like you're ready to go. No, um, she's she's doing all right. Well, she's uh okay. She's she's struggling to fall asleep not here, you know what I mean? Oh, sure. It's her first yeah, time. So place. she's yeah. yeah. So she's you not falling asleep in her friend's room. So they've moved her out to the couch to see if she'll fall asleep there and I'm like I'm like apologizing to the mom. I'm like I know it's almost midnight. Like I'm sorry. Well, see, you should just tell your daughter if she doesn't fall asleep, then it's the perfect opportunity to pull pranks on her friends. See, and I tried to tell her that, but she was like too busy. She was bawling her eyes out, you know, and I felt bad, wow. you know, and I'm like, listen, like no one wants to see that ever hide your emotions, you know, push those deep down, you yeah. know, that's what therapy's for in your late thirties. Yeah. Exactly. Like no one's Shove got time for this. Until you, 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 you know, you end up murdering your family. The razor blade. And I am ready to go. I'll tell you that. So <laughs> sooner rather than later, girlfriend. Um, you no, know, you uh, have? Minotaurs may not be a fan of Phoenix, but I am because that game is really good. Really What's good. your news? Um, 
Uh, yeah. So, so first of all, we know God of War two has been postponed until next year. I'm Correct. sad about that um, because I am really looking forward to that game because God of War. So, but if so we've good. if we've learned anything about certain games, start with sign and with perpunk. Um, you know, let let a game take longer, right? I, you know, I know let it, it was buggy. And no it, one needs, and it, Russell. But I loved Cyberpunk. I, I loved just, that game. I made that a game good point. So you don't good. need to. No one, no. Russell. It was funny. Sorry. Um, and then, um, so that's a little sad. But then they announced. What was it that they announced? They announced a game was coming out this year. Can't Who announced what it was? Sony. Oh, Sony announced. Um, I will see if I can find out. Um, anyway, uh, and then uh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse is starting to publish their own games. So they're, they're, they're starting up a game studio uh, to bring some of their comic book lines to... Oh, yeah, it was uh, uh, Forbidden West. Oh, um, the next... Um, the next Horizon, uh, Zero Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. yeah, Horizon game. Yeah, yeah, that's supposed to come out this year. You know, okay... So here's the thing. I've played I've played Horizon Zero Dawn. I wasn't super impressed. What? I just I couldn't get into it. What's there to not get into? I didn't like the I think it was mostly the combat that I was having. The best part you didn't like? I mean, I just I don't know. Good, it was good. okay. It good, just good. it just well, and you know, it may have been that. It it just felt boring to me. It was, um, it was very tool dependent, which I dug some, I, I can say that. some people aren't into the, like, depending on what you're fighting, I have to use a very, I have to have a very particular set of skills. And, and that's, and, and maybe that was it, you know, but I mean, that was fine. I just, I don't know. There was just something about it that felt archaic. Hmm. Um, Anyway, like it, I like, I like, I think I it, it's like it's because I like combat systems like Batman Arkham Asylum or mm-hmm. uh, Shadow of War or Assassin's Creed or, you know, and uh, yeah, see, I mean, I'm not the only one. Thank you, Clear Knight. Um, uh, Clear Knight's really bad at Sea of Thieves. I don't know if we can take his gaming word. <laughs> um, it just it it didn't grab me. It 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 didn't grab me. Um, so so I so I just I just couldn't get into it. I I played it a, a long time after, but Forbidden West it looks interesting. <laughs> um, you know it it just it it looks interesting. I like the visual style. Um, it. it it looks good. I like that you can like explore the ocean. Like that seems really cool. Yeah. And extremely. I might have to go back and play through the story. Cause I think I just didn't get far enough into it for the story to really pick up. Um, cause I yeah, did, there's like, definitely a, a there's definitely quests. a wall where it super pick, like picks up speed fast. Yeah. I, cause I, I think I'm, I think I was still like in the first area, like maybe getting into the second one. Um, but I hadn't gotten into like the Sun Empire or anything like that. That could be one. Um, uh, so that that probably it just didn't grab me in that time. So I'm like, eh. um, but uh, Forbidden West looks good, and that's supposed to come out this year. Um, the other thing was Dark Horse. So Dark Horse, who has uh, 
like Hellboy and um, they have this whole plethora of licenses that they can pull from to make games, which is, that is exciting to me. Like I'm excited to see what their, their first game is going to be um, and see where they're going to go and what they're going to do. Because because the cool thing is is they don't have to pay money to get these licenses because they already own the licenses. Yeah, because so theirs. they can just be able to make a game out of it, and that's going to be really cool. I hope I hope Disney learns from this because I think, and I mean they have kind of they've opened up Lucas Films, they've opened uh, not Lucas Films, Lucas Arts, Lucas Arts, yeah. They've, they've opened back up Lucas Arts. They're doing an Indiana Jones game. Stop licensing out their stuff because, and especially to predatory publishing companies like EA that are just looking to make a buck and not make a good game. Yep. You know, they put out something that they know that they can make money off of and they don't really have any passion behind it. You know, I mean, and, and the one that they did have passion behind, it wasn't even done by them. They hired another development studio that came in under their license and then made the game. Jedi Fallen Order. Fantastic game. Not made by EA, and thank goodness, because yeah. EA has done a trash job. They, they've just been pumping out these Battlefront games, which have been done. Respawn. Thank you, Claire and I. Yeah. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm hoping... Uh, I'm hoping that Dark Horse is able to do something with that, because if they can get people that are passionate about these games... I'm excited to see that. Oh, also, absolutely. I was watching some videos today. Sorry, this is... You, you might as well just call this episode I Digress, uh, or We Digress. I'm going to lay down. Did you, did you ever play Legacy of Kane? No. <laughs> Tell me about it, it. Okay, so Legacy of Kane was this I'm going to awesome... podcast like this from now on. This is nice. That looks really comfortable. Uh, Legacy of Cain was this amazing series. Uh, so it started with Blood Omen, um, and then there was a there was a series of games: Blood Omen, Blood Omen Two, uh, and then Legacy of Cain, which was Soul Reaver, Soul Reaver Two. Um, so there are four games under this IP, uh, and you play the first game, Blood Omen. You play as this guy named Cain. And he gets killed by some bandits at the very beginning. And then he is immediately raised as a vampire. Jesus. So the whole the whole game you're playing is this vampire. And the story is so convoluted, but so awesome. They built this intense lore into this world. So basically you're going and you're killing these pillars of Nosgoth, which are these, these people that kind of uphold... Um, it's kind of like a time continuity. There's this whole mess with time and going back in time and going back through. The end of the game, it comes and you find out that you're actually the last pillar and you're supposed to kill yourself. And Kane is like, <laughs> screw that. <laughs> so he doesn't kill himself. So then you enter into this timeline where vampires have taken over the world and killed almost everybody else. And you play as... Um, I can't remember what this whole reaver's name is. Off the how top do of my head. how do they feed if everything's dead? That that's the thing. Like they're they're still. Fe- so what happens is is 
this this vampire clear knight's probably going to throw in here what what the guy's name is here in a minute because apparently he's played these games before um so he like the vampires they start to evolve um and this raziel that's what his name is raziel starts to he's the first one to start to evolve and he evolves wings so Kane at the very beginning of Soul Reaver is like walking around him and is like cool cool and then he rips his w- wings off, jeez, uh, and throws him. So like water is poisonous to vampires; it's like acid. So he rips off his wings and then he throws him into like this bottomless pit full of water. Good and solid. So, so for like a thousand years, Raziel sinks through this water being eaten alive by the water so like his jaw is gone he's just this emaciated corpse but he is immortal so he cannot die and so then he gets raised by like this elder god and the whole game is he's going through he's killing off his brothers who have now evolved um and and then in the second one so there's like a in the second one, you're playing as Cain, who is like the father of vampires, and you're playing as Raziel. And Raziel is going like his whole thing is he goes between like the soul world and the terrestrial world. So you're constantly like changing dimensions. Oh, that's really revolves. cool. So yeah, and it, like there's all this puzzle. It's kind of like a Zelda puzzle solver kind of thing. So you go through like all these environments that have all these really intense puzzles. But you're playing as like this vampire and this guy, Raziel, he like he feeds on souls. So he'll like open his he has like this cape that he wears around his jaw and he like opens it and he sucks people's souls in. And that's how he heals up. Oh, my God. I this game was so freaking cool. When did this game come out? Years ago. I mean, it's like 2000. It was somewhere between 2000 and 2010. Is that decade? That's crazy. Yeah. It, 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 it is one of the coolest games I've ever played. And then in the second one, you're going back and forth. Like, they're in two different time periods. Because you're playing as Kane, You're playing as Raziel. Um, and they're both going towards these separate goals. And you're playing in two different times. Like, Kane is much, 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 much later in time. While Raziel is much earlier in time. So you're seeing these same events. And you're finding out there are these... There's these angels who battled against the vampires originally, and uh, it, it it was just cool. And they were about to come out with um, one called the Dead Sun, and they've got videos of it out there. Um, that I wish I wish they would do this game again. Uh, I think it was on the PS2, Clear Knight. Pretty sure, at least Dude, uh, PS2 was, was on the PS2. Such a great era, like. Yeah. Some groundbreaking games came out on PS2. Yeah. Yeah. And the Dead Sun looked so cool because you could like grow wings and like fly around. Uh, just like straight up, just fly. Um, and like you could feast on people and you could like grow blades out of your arms and you're this vampire and you're like evolving and changing as you're eating different people and stuff like that. And then locking like the skill tree. <sighs> I wish I wish they had come out with this game. I wish they would come out with another Legacy of Kane uh, game because it was just so cool. Sorry, I was watching a video of that today and I was thinking about it. And no, no, that's all because it it's here. it's a game I didn't know about, oh, and yeah. it sounds like 
PS2 era, if it's something that someone's super passionate about in the PS2 era, I want to check it out because that was like, like so many um, games that we still play today, like started PS2 era because it was like developers were super passionate. I mean, and the obviously developers voice, still are, but oh my God, PS2 was great. The voice acting. Oh, I love, I'll go back every once in a while and I'll watch like the cutscenes, and the voice acting was so, so good. Um, I've never played Shadows Awakening Clear Night. I don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not too familiar with that one. I'll have to look back at it. Um, but the the voice acting in Legacy of Kane was oh, just just go back, look it up, look up the the videos on it because just listening to Raziel's voice, it just it just it's so good, so 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 so, so good. Um, but yeah, I, I was thinking about that today. Because I was like, man, I, and I, and I like, I want to replay the game, but it's so hard to find. Like, because I want to go back and I want to play Blood Omens and then Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver two, and then uh, Blood Omens two. Which Blood Omens two wasn't as good, but it's kind of like this industrial. It takes place in an alternate timeline. Anyway, that was it. Sorry, that was my digression talking about Soul Reaver. No, I have it pulled up right now. I'm looking, so thank you. The the art style is f- just cool. It it's just a well done game. Also, it was uh, the director was the same lady who did the Uncharted series and something. I think I remember watching you play this once. Mm, I think the last time I played it was in Vegas. Maybe not. It was before we moved to Colorado. Oh no, you played a game, Kyle. I I remember seeing this. Who did I remember seeing this before? Actually, I think I think Maybe you guys yeah. might have had Soul Reaver. No, because I would have played it. I've never played it. Huh. It looks really cool, though. Yeah, I found it a is. picture of him pulling his jaw out and devouring souls. That's badass. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's so cool. And then as you play as Cain, you can like drain people from a distance. So he'll just like hold his hand out and you see the blood start pouring from them and into your hand and then into your mouth. It's so cool. It's so awesome. Like, and, and like as Cain, you can like turn into mist and like through gates and stuff like that. And it was a solid game. Solid game. Hell yeah, man. Judelsa solid. That'll be my story time. Let's do our emails. Hey, we actually have a couple emails, Russ. I was so delayed. What was going on there? Was it was it super delayed? Well, it just you stared at me for like a good solid five seconds before it actually played. Oh yeah, because I wanted it to be awkward like that. Oh okay okay. It was a uh, question for the show from drafty in classic drafty. He shirt, she shirt, Kevin Conroy, Kevin Conroy, a uh, question for the show in classic drafty fashion. What is it? Russell, is that it? that's his question. <laughs> what, is what it? is it? Um, what is it? Well, what it is is two friends who have been friends since high school who don't know how to shut up 
mostly one of them doesn't know how to shut up <laughs> and uh they will just sit here and talk and shoot the breeze mostly as two friends i mean like that's that's a big part of this show is that we just talk yeah that's uh, true and instead of having text messages or phone calls throughout the week, this is our opportunity to get to talk to each other and be like, Brett, do you know what happened this week? This is Turn about this game. I want to know what's going on here. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And, 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 uh, that's, that's what it is. It's mutual chaos and utter incompetency. Competency. Yep. Uh, let's see. What is it? Well, uh, information technology is the use of computers to store or retrieve data and information. Uh, IT is typically used within the context of business operations as opposed to personal or entertainment technologies. IT is considered to be a subset of information and communications technology. Did you Google this? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Now, now you know, Drafty. Now you know. Um, and then uh, another email. I got her signed up over here. Uh, we are now on Syncify, our podcast. So it's oh, another, nice. another app in place you can uh, find our show. So it's there now on Syncify. Cool. Yeah. That was actually, it was one of those, uh, you know, they emailed and said, yeah. Well, when it, when it starts with, you've been summoned to Syncify, I was like, all right, like that's a good way to start a sentence. And so obviously that, I had to go. That's a great way to do it. Yeah, I know. Like, so I had to go make sure they were legit. Did apply for that or did they no. like? no. Well, they, they invited, they already had a link to our RSS feed and I just go through and approve everything. Like it was so, it was all, so I had to go make sure they were legit and everything. And I'd, I'd never heard of them, but I went and looked at everything and like, I feel like I've heard of Syncify, they're big. but I'm not yeah. aware. Yeah. So we're on Syncify and they made it super easy to do. They had a claim they had a code there for me. I clicked the link to log in and connect the podcast and then add the code and it was done. Boom. And they invited me. I didn't have to do anything. It was so nice. I mean, that's. I mean, that makes me feel a little like, I wonder, like, do they just like, cause like, do they just come through or was it like, Hey, there was somebody there that was like, Hey, JSG cast, we should invite them to come. I, I doubt I'm pretty it sure like the that. CEO sure. was on that hiking trail and no. saw my shirt. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was the CEO of Syncify. Um, and he's going to, he's going to email us next time and go, it's pronounced sunctifly. And I'm like, sorry, real, my bad. But yeah. Well, then, they, they probably have a bot that like searches out like podcasts and like, probably then is, like, I assume oh, because we hit a hundred episodes or something, like we popped up on a radar or something. Probably something could like be that. But either still, way. The, the, I've never the had of it a, is uh, nice that we have gotten an email where they're yeah. like, Hey, you should come and join on our it's service. Always the other way around. Yeah. I've <laughs> never been emailed by a podcast catcher to be like, Hey, join us. So that was cool. All right. That's our emails. <sighs> Oh, that was fascinating. Story time! Uh, you're hearing these, right, Russ? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. Okay, so I'll make sure it wasn't another it awkward It wasn't just seconds. in my head. Okay, good, 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 yeah. Uh, so story time, ladies and gentlemen. It's a part of the show where we get together and we tell a story in gaming. You can do with tabletop, video games, anything involved. We've done airsoft stories, board game stuff. We're nostalgic on the show. That's all we do is tell stories. So why do we do story time? Well, because, because it's our show. That's why. Uh, yeah, we've been doing story time since like episode six. It's been, it's a staple of the show. Russell. Yeah. I know. Am I starting? 
you, you just, I, everyone's already lulled, you know, and, and used to your voice. So go ahead and start us off. My annoying voice. It, it's why I can't watch the... Your voice after, is wonderful. I can't listen to this show after we've after we've done it, because then I hear my own voice and I'm like, I hate my voice. Like, I, I cannot stand. Anyway, that's totally beside the point. No, that's my story. No, so um, why do you talk so much? No, <laughs> because I can't hear my own voice. It's not nearly as annoying coming out of my mouth. That's the great thing about headphones, man. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got for me? So, uh, let's see. Um, sure. Uh, um, something good. You know what? Good content. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, um, there was a game and it was called, uh, Zelda. Twilight Princess. Okay. Um, and it was really, I think, it, it, you know, I had played like the old uh, Game Boy version. Like uh, I had played Zelda. Um, what is it? Awakening. Uh, Zelda. Someone with a mountain with a big egg on it. Uh, Zelda. <laughs> it's a real thing. It's yeah, I know. We've, we've had this talk, but I don't remember. I know. We've we've um, had this exact conversation. Yeah. Something Awakening. Dream Waker's Awakening, or Dream... Dream... Winder... Dream... Wind Waker. Wind Waker? Wind Walker? No, that's a different one. Link's um, Awakening? Anyway. Link's Awakening. Thank you. Zelda Link's Awakening. It's a, it's a, so, Zelda Twilight Princess was the first one that I had played since Zelda Link's Awakening... I had never actually played Zelda Zelda Ocarina of Time. Um, I had watched a lot of people play it. Like, I had a really good friend of mine. She had an N64, and, like, I always begged her, like, play, play Ocarina of Time. Play it, play it, play it, play it. It's so good. I want to see it. Um, I didn't play it until I was much, 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 much older. Uh, I got a GameCube specifically so that I could play that game. Anyway, point is, uh, Zelda Twilight Princess. Um... So I re- I just remember spending hours uh, playing Twilight Princess, and it was like, to my mind, it was like the best game ever. Um, like I remember, I remember rolling up to like there's this one uh, like Western town, right? That's kind of a Westerny feeling town. It's like this abandoned ghost town. So you roll up into it, and there's just uh, goblins. Boom, 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 just all over the place. And you're, the whole point is, like, you're supposed to walk in there and just, like... And I remember walking in there with my bow and arrow, and I felt like I was in a Western instead of a Zelda game because it's just, like, you pull your bow and you're like... Because you're actually, you know, you're having to pull it back with the Wii nunchucks. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like... And it just it just felt so cool because you're like... And you, you take out all the, all the, uh, all the goblins... And then it's got like that because you pull up and it's got that. And it's got that showdown. That was good. Uh, Thank you. I practiced that one a lot. That was really good. I practiced it a lot. Um, And then, uh, you know, and and then like you're, you know, you're, you're actually, you you get to swing the, you know, because you got the nunchucks. You're like swinging because it swings in the direction that you swing the nunchucks. That wasn't as good. Nunchucks are faster. 
Okay, well. Try again. There we go. <laughs> I, I wish I wish <laughs> those who are listening on audio could could get yeah. the full range. There's a lot of nunchuck movements. So a like, lot of movements. Yeah. Um, Up and down off camera movements. You know, but but like especially like there are certain times where you're battling people and you're actually like having to swing around their sword or in this direction to hit them or in this direction. Um, and I, I just remember sitting like that was that was one of my best memories, just kind of like chilling back in a bing bag chair in front of our big screen TV playing Zelda Twilight Princess and, you know, swinging the nunchucks around and doing all the different moves and, you know, feeling like I was actually Link running through, cutting people up. Hell and yeah. And shoot people with bows and arrows. I liked it. And those are always good times, man. Yeah. 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 Okay. Tell your story. Okay. You got one? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, I haven't told a war zone story in a long time. It was a cool, I don't get a lot of cool moments, right? I'm really bad at war zone. That's why I host tournaments and don't play in them. Um, true story. Uh, I did, I did actually make five bucks in a Warzone tournament, like playing a couple weeks ago. That was pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's only good. Yes. Okay. But, um, is yeah, that, so I was, was playing. Was that a pity five? Was that like, no. hey, you know. You oh, we got, I think we got second. We'll I think we got second place. Oh, okay. So there was, uh, different divisions. So there's, mm-hmm. there was 28 divisions and, uh, to tell put it in perspective. So there was 28 skill-based divisions, and we were in Division 25. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we weren't the Got bottom. It. We weren't the bottom. That's all that matters. We weren't in the left. La- if I signed up and it put us in the bottom division, I'd have been like, you know what? Maybe I should just uninstall the game. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so we're playing Warzone, right? But they and, didn't tell you was there was no 25. Yeah, it was, just, it was just 24 of them. Yeah, the other ones were just there to make us feel better. Yeah. Well, if they're going to do that, they could have put 50 divisions. We felt really good. But um, but yeah, so I'm playing Warzone, right? And there's the executions, which you don't get to do a whole lot in-game because everyone's hyper-focused and have all UAVs and, you know, uh, heartbeat monitors and all this stuff all the time, right? So uh, half our group is alive and two of us are in the gulag. We both win our gulag so we can spawn back in and there's a loadout sitting on the ground and the two of us that are alive are pushing towards the loadout as we're just going to drop in. There's a few other boxes there, which means there's other teams there. We're like, F it. This is the only chance we have. If we drop on this fast, we can go. So as we're about to hit these boxes, gunfire starts coming in as another squad pushes up and we're like, oh crap. And I'm like, all right, this is one of those moments where it works. I can tell the story on the podcast. Okay. If it doesn't work, it's just a regular moment I've had in Warzone. <laughs> right. So so I, I zip around because this guy's in combat shooting. There's grenades going off. I'm like, maybe he won't hear my parachute. And so I land directly behind him. And I'm like, oh my God, it's going to work. And I run up at everyone else is in these huge gunfights. And I grab him and my guy does his execute. I've got this like, you know, police baton that extends out. Like take the legs out from under him and like knock him out on the way down and then like stab into his chest as he hits nice. the ground, snap his neck. And I'm like, hell yeah. 
and stand up and just shoot the next guy with a pistol as someone else on my team who did most of the work. I stole their kill. You know, I had an actual rifle, shot the guy, broke his armor, and then I did the last couple shots, you know. Yeah. But it still felt good in that in that momentum, right? And the last guy was hiding on these rocks and it downed one of our guys. And I run over and I start beating beating the guy I'd shot to death. So he was just totally gone. So I could pick up his gun and I jump behind this rock and find the guy that no one can find and pop up and go, 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 and kill him. And it's boom, squad wipe. And we win and get our stuff and push forward. And it was just like a really cool series of events. Parachuting out of the sky after winning your gulag, executing one, pistoling another one in the face, stealing his gun and killing his own friend with it. It felt glorious. You know, the whole time you were telling that story, I was expecting you to get to the climax and then get shot and killed. <laughs> like, yeah. to well, be that's like, how most of my stories story go. Ends with, yeah, this is going to be so cool, and I'm about to do the thing, and boom, I get headshot. I stepped on a landmine. <laughs> yeah, something, something crazy like that. Oh, it happens all the time, dude. Like, I'll get a cool snipe on someone, and as I'm celebrating, I get shot in the face, and I'm like... I'm like, I did. Oh, all right. Never mind. I'm dead. Sorry, guys. <laughs> See, and that's why I can't play those battle arenas. I would just be. I would not be a happy camper. Yeah. I only, because... that's why I only play them like once every couple of weeks. Right. You just like to watch other people play them. Exactly. So you can and judge them. <laughs> I rage as hard as everyone I'm, I'm commentating, but I love commentating on people's rage and making them look terrible. Sure. You wouldn't find me doing that. These idiots can't control their feelings. Right. Yeah, but uh, as as I play and I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. What the? But Bro, yeah, you... with the in-game comms, though, our group has been having a lot of fun, like, because we, we use in-game voice so we can talk to people when we die. And sure. we've, it's been really good with rage as we've, we've made it our goal to like, you know, your mother's really proud of you, you know, as we die or something. You know? Oh, that's <laughs> like, great. Yeah, no, yeah. I, like, I like that. But like we sound pissed off, but through gritted teeth, we're using our rage, but like saying stupidly nice things. Right. But like we're mad, but we're forcing ourselves to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope you have a great day. I hope you win this game. Yeah. It's good times. Cause yeah, everyone else, everyone else will die. And you know, you fucking cunt and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, whoa. Oh, sorry, buddy. You get down the notch. It's yeah. a 12. So, sorry. I killed you. <laughs> It's not, it's always dudes that sound like they're 50 that are just so angry that you killed them. My brother. Because they probably are 50. It's a, it's a first person shooter. You're going to die. It's okay. You load into the next match. It's going to be okay. I was forever put off of those because of one experience I had where people are like, cause I had my, my mic turned off, but I could hear everybody else talking and they were just trash talking me so bad. Oh yeah. Relentlessly. And I was like, I it's its own culture and it's disgusting. It really is. Yeah. Call, yeah. Call of Duty has just the worst fan base. It was Call of Duty. Yeah. And I was forever put off. I was like, Overwatch is giving them a run for their money for having the worst community of all time, but <laughs> Call of Duty's is really bad. I haven't played Overwatch in such a long time. Don't. It's terrible. <laughs> their I'd community is so toxic, man. You know how it used oh, to be I like... I never had the... Well, no, even... Oh, I guess, I, guess that's, I play on PC a lot, so there's the text chat, too. It used to be like, you know, you'd have a person every once in a while that was super mean. And they got to the point sure. where just everyone in every match was just... Spent the whole time slapping their keyboard or screaming, and you're just like, all right, thanks. When does Overwatch League start? 
I think it's going on right now. I think it is too. Yeah. All right. Russ. <laughs> oh God. That was a really big build up to that sneeze. Sorry. Anything else, buddy? You think that's a show? You think we did it? Episode 103? Uh, yeah. No, it just started this week. What? Overwatch League. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Are you good for episode 103? And you went, yep, started this week. And I was like, wait, what? I didn't, I didn't make the jump with you. My bad. My bad. Sorry. My bad. No, oh, I should no, no, I'm sorry. It, this is the last week. Oh, gotcha. Oh, so it's almost done. The finals. The finals gotcha. are going on next couple of days. Well, I was super tired tonight, so I apologize for that, buddy. Oh, no, you were great. Okay, thank you. Hey, in the future, Russ. Russy Poo. I changed your name to Russy Poo on stream. I hope you're okay with that. Oh, that's why he was making that comment yeah. earlier about Russy Poo as that Latin. No, I'm fine with that. I, I just, yeah, you know, now I've I've just looked at the thing. I'm like, oh, Russy Poo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm um, dude, where, where can people find you in the future? You digress. Uh, you can find you. me at <laughs> drjex, that's J-E-X-0725, and you can hear my dog yawning in the background because he's tired too. Um, you can also find me um, on the Discord at jackal72590. Um yeah, I, I talk a lot about D&D. You can usually find me in the D&D channels. That's where I hang out most of the time, to be honest with you. Uh, occasionally, I'll jump into the creation uh, channel as well. I you know, I draw a little bit. Uh, some of my art's not great. Some of it's okay. Some of it's really um, good. Don't, e- don't even right now. You are very talented, and you make glorious art. And I've loved every piece you've shown me. I've, I've, How I've tried. dare you I've tried. undersell yourself? You are there, so talented. I... I I practice a lot. Look in your camera at me right now and say, I make good art. I make good art. Thank you. I make good art. Um, then, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you can, you can find, oh, thanks, Clear Knight. You're so nice. Um, you're oh, nice. Oh, but I'm not nice. No, I'm you're nice. Too, thank you. <laughs> um, I do, I do try. I do try very, very hard. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to improve. Anyway, that another digression. Um, yeah, but y- that's usually where you can find me. You can find me on JSG Cast. I'm usually in uh, D&D or in the, the creation section, um, checking out people's miniatures that they've painted or you know, just stuff that they've done. Yeah. And um, I'm very active in the D&D channel because I run a, a game most, most Sundays. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of here and there because, honestly, I'm pretty busy last week i helped my mom move from colorado was it last week it was last week no, what yeah. happened no 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 no. it was the week, week before because week last before. week my computer was broken that's right um so yes. uh you know uh i helped my mom move from colorado to georgia which she only locked the keys in the car once and only busted one tire on a fire hydrant i am so actually very surprised it's a win um we actually we actually had a pretty good time. Like it was a long drive. It was a long drive. But it was you know, it's a pretty good time. Um Yeah, I'm sorry, that's me. Another digression. Brett, where can no. people find you? It's stuff going on in your life, man. You're good. Um yes, everybody. Thank you for joining us for episode one hundred and three 
of Just Some Gardens. We did this show, we are live. Twist.tv slash Just Some Gardens. Friday nights at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Come on, feel the noise. I can't remember the rest of that song. Uh, jump in the chat. Converse with us. We, you heard it. Tonight was a really good episode. We had a lot of really good chat interaction tonight. We involved everyone we could in the show. It was a wonderful time. Stop on by for that. You should go to JustSomeGuardians.com where YouTube, Twitch, and our, our audio feed and everything is linked there. Embedded, so to say, on the interwebs. So you should check that out. Uh, as for myself, I'm Elmer Fudd. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all those places at Elmer Fudd Games. Double M. Double M. Double D. Tomorrow night will be, I believe, it's the 13th Warzone Tournament. So Ooh. come on, come on by and check 15. that out. 13. That's a year. Oh, 13. 30. So that's just over a year? Just over a year. Yeah, we had our year. La the last month was our year. It's a glorious I will time. be playing Pathfinder. I'll probably watch it after. Oh, yeah. Let me know. Te the... Text me as you, as you play and tell me what's going on. Okay. I'm serious. I will check it. Okay. Russell. Yes. Take us out. Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for utter incompetency and mutual chaos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, he... <laughs> <laughs> Did you see, um, oh, that reminds me of that movie on Netflix. What is it? Mitchell's versus the machines. So good. Okay. You just, oh my dude. It's one of the best so animated movies I've seen in a long mm -hmm. time. I love that style. It reminded me a lot of uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Oh my God. It was so good. Hey, clear nine. I'll have, you know that my mother was married to my father before I was conceived. Ooh, I'll leave my, leave my comments alone. Ha, ha, ha.